and it goes pop, pop, pop. Brrrap, pop, pop, pop. Both trucks sat there, and it was a cold, sunny day, and it was like a 14-degree temperature differential oh. on like a 60-degree morning. Everyone who's ever complained about cobalt is doing so on a device that contains cobalt mined by child slave labor. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I, and it's I, not like, oh, I have more child slave labor in my car. It's the same, you know. I, look, I... I mean, you, but the, you physically but, but, have more. But unlike, and by the way, you do. I'm, 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 trust me, I'm more against child slave labor than the people that claim to be against child slave labor. Like, you know, I, I <laughs> I'm really against that. slavery. Like, I, you're I can't wait for this. I can't yeah. wait for the social media I know. people to come that like one. I, That's right. I was against child has slave given labor. A fuck. It was a small band. Yeah, like, exactly. Small no, talk me out of that. That's don't, right. Don't look at me like it's my fucking job. No, I'm just saying, like, all these people talk me out of that. You know, like, 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 come on. I, all right. I'm I'm just, just, so gonna, if you want to talk Johnny out of that, go to his Instagram. Yeah, yeah talk about it on fucking his page. Hey, folks, welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. The biggest Sunday in sports is coming, and are you ready for it? DraftKings is the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action that you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets Instantly. Plus, all customers can get on on Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern or 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. Pacific to see what prop bet will be boosted. I am very excited for the Super Bowl. You know why? Halftime show. Straight up. Rihanna. About that, she's very good. She's very, very, very good. good. I, I, the the ad copy wants me to talk about my Super Bowl pick. I couldn't even tell you who's playing. Who's in the Super Bowl? I don't even know. I don't watch sports. I'd love to. I'm Kansas sorry. Kansas City Chiefs games. versus the Phil- Philadelphia Eagles. You got Philly go Eagles. Fucking Eagles. E A G L E S. Eagles. Eagles, go birds. That's what I'm talking about. I love the about. chant. They're like, we spell it, and then we yell it. <laughs> Keep it simple. I like Philadelphia. Why? Because of it's Philadelphia. That's why. Because Rob McElhaney is, says I should. That's really why. Because it's always sunny there. That's that's my pick. There we go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TIRE. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code TIRE. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See the show notes for details. And those details are in the show notes. DraftKings Sportsbook. Also brought to you today by Viore. I love my Viore shirts. Zach is wearing the Viore pants. They are very fire. Can I express how comfortable these are? It's going to be an embarrassing (laughs) statement. Feels like I've shaved my legs. That's how, I swear to God, whatever they do with the inside of these pants is so smooth and soft. It's so nice. Fiori is awesome. It's a new perspective on performance apparel. Perfect if you're sick and tired of the traditional old workout gear. Everything is designed to work out in, but it doesn't look or feel like it. It's so comfortable. You want to wear it all the time. And I do. 
100% of my t-shirts are Viore t-shirts. I wear them all the time. I'm wearing one right this second. If you ever see me wearing uh, a blank non-logo t-shirt, that's Viore. It's more comfortable than whatever you're wearing right now. Incredibly versatile product, can be used for any athletic activity, running, training, swimming, yoga, etc. And uh, also great wearing it to work, wearing it lounging on weekends, wearing it under a blazer to look good. They are awesome. It looks great in everyday life, perfect for all workout activities. The website, super easy. I the, My favorite shirts are the Strato fabric. Uh, Zach has the Sunday Performance Jogger Pant, available as a short or a pant. And uh, I do Pilates in the Core shirt, K-O-R-E. It's the most comfortable lined athletic shirt, short ever. Vori is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they're offering 20% off your first purchase. It's an excellent deal. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash TST. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash TST. You will get 20% off your first, first purchase and also enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viori.com slash TST and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. V-U-O-R-I.com slash TST. Of course, our Patreon is here. If you want to ask us questions for the show, ask our guests questions to answer during the show, watch the live stream, you want an ad-free listening experience, those ads I just read, you never have to listen to them again with the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Smoking Tire Podcast. You can also get the show the same day it's recorded, not wait till Tuesday, Thursday. You can also get uh, an extra podcast every month, a ninth show, and you can get an ad-free watching experience for our car review videos as well. Patreon.com slash The Smoking Tire Podcast. Check it out, everybody. All right. It's a marathon today with Johnny Lieberman. He's in studio. We talk about off-roading the Rivian and how changing the tires has affected his experience. We reminisce about the time he got to bang my Countach before I bought it and what's going to happen with that in the future. Uh, And we get into a big I don't know if it's an argument, but it's a something about the mining of minerals and uh, what is better for the environment, uh, oil or gas, and uh, the motivations behind making those arguments. It is a crazy one tonight, and we're drinking Irish whiskey with Johnny Lieberman on the Smoking Tire podcast. L'chaim. Hey, l'chaim. This l'chaim. is the this is the uh, space laser episode. Yes, oh, sorry. <laughs> Jews unite. <laughs> uh, this is the Middleton, very rare, vintage released, bottled in 2019. Irish, Irish. That's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, it was a gift from a client, and I don't know anything about it. Well, I know a little bit about Irish whiskey, and here's what I know. Well, it tastes pretty fucking good. It's great. It's not that's, bad, right? That's fantastic. It's a good taste. That's, that's a good tasting no, that's whiskey. Literally delicious. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Um, the little I know about Irish whiskey is that before World War II, most of the whiskey uh, that was imported to the U.S. we made our own whiskey, but the most that was imported was Irish, and then Ireland <clears throat> sadly stayed neutral. Like people. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Ireland stayed neutral during World War II, and. Uh, that didn't go over so well. So then we started uh, importing scotch because Scotland fought you know, on the right, right. side. And um, I saw that movie. Yeah. So the <laughs> the Irish whiskey industry died off, and it, you were left with like 
Jameson and then the John Powers and like one other. Mm. Um, and whatever and Middleton but, very rare. But lately, the last couple of years, they're they're opening up, they're reopening and, and opening up new uh distilleries like crazy. And I went to one in uh this wonderful city called Dingle. Uh, which is like it's actually unf- my favorite place it's on earth. A very unfortunately named city, but well, I bet it's great. The it, berries you know, are delicious. In 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 Gaelic, it sounds great. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I think it's like the southwesternmost point of Ireland, mm-hmm. and it's just like the other end of the world. I feel like I was near in that corner of Ireland at a golf course called Old Head, which was the prettiest golf course I've ever been to it's in my life. It's the prettiest place in the world. Cliffs, three hundred foot cliffs. No, 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 no. 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 Maybe There's, it was a different. It's corner. got a bay. It's like a seaside town. So no. it's great because they, they have uh, what are they? They have like fifty three bars in a town of like you know two hundred people. But they're like <laughs> one for every we, day of the week, <laughs> or what, we have more than three one. bars per person. Yeah, it was, it was one one for every week of the year. Sorry, yeah, okay. I know this video, but yeah, yeah. it was great. And then. If you ever watch, it's the greatest video of all time. If you, if you, it's a YouTube video. It's like, it's like horrible Irish accent. And there's this like farmer. You could probably pull it up. But there's this farmer. His sheep get stolen, <laughs> and I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> That's like, like the guy who works on Clarkson's farm, who you just have no idea what he says. M- but yeah. this is much worse, and, and not played up for TV because it was like a local reporter interviewing the guy. Yeah, and man, <laughs> you can't hear nothing. And That's then hilarious. they go to his neighbor, who's like just as terrible. It's, it's they have their own language for that little postcode but it's just it's 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 english because they're they understand what the reporter's saying to them yeah. and they're talking back but you're, you're just like what when i went to scotland last year i was uh, the, i found that the can't understand what they're saying when they're drunk thing was overhyped and mm. i understood everybody just well, fine. scottish isn't hard welsh yeah. is hard yeah yeah no welsh, welsh is fucking when crazy. they're sober you can't <laughs> understand them and then they're like they write something <laughs> yeah and it's like 85 consonants yeah, in a row yeah, and you're like 15 p's and an f <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's not pronounced path it's something yeah. else yeah that's pronounced shine and you're like what <laughs> Right. There's no S or yeah. N in this fucking right, thing. Right, right. No, just P P F F Y Y Y P. Shine. If the Welsh ever come up with a car company, like we're fucked. Like they've got alphanumerics like right. on lockdown already. Oh, their letter, their alphabet is just pure alphanumerics already. I love Wales though. Um, That's another. Oh, Wales is part awesome. of the world. Yeah. Have you have you done like all of Wales? Not all of it. I I did the Chris Harris version of Wales. <laughs> so that's which, Northern Wales. Yeah, yeah. that's like Betsy Coed. I bet you went to Betsy Coed. We you, went to like where every Chris Harris yeah, video yeah, is yeah, filmed. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. where you were. So that's yeah. that the town. There's a shell station in a town called Betsy Coed, mm-hmm. and that's like the only place to get gas. And that's the the. And evil, then we went to Anglesey, which is yeah, in and Wales. Yeah, and Anglesey yeah. is further north out on yeah. the coast. Anglesey's that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have good weather? No, it rained. Okay. Yeah. So we had like rain and then it cleared and it was just like, oh, ah, yeah. it was fantastic. They don't let you use drones there. Um, oh, because there's an Air Force base. Because there's an Air Force base, which is too bad because the one drone shot I've ever seen from that place was like the best drone coverage ever. It was ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So you, so that's Northern Wales, which is, which is gorgeous. Yeah, it was amazing. But Southern Wales is like even... There's just more flowers. It's mm-hmm. like that green plus beautiful flowers. Oh, cool. It's just, it's insane. I'd like to go back. I also yeah. really want to go to the Isle of Man. I, me too. Never been. Yeah, that's that, that not only for the <coughs> race, which, you know, I hear great things about. Well, I hear our, a lot uh, of Our new death. friend Mitch McKee from M Engineering, they have a fucking outpost on the Isle of Man, of all places. I mean, where no they speed do limit, right? Some engineering. And also uh, Roger W. Smith. 
uh, one of the best watchmakers uh, living today is uh, is has a shop on the Isle of Man. I've been to an island called uh, Inosbufen off the coast of Ireland, mm-hmm. which is I, I wouldn't. I mean, I would not recommend it, but it's like. I think like a hundred people live there, and it is miserably cold and rainy all the time. Yeah, and, that's uh, like the Faroe Islands, except when the weather's perfect and it's the most Instagrammable place ever. Yeah, I don't know how Instagrammable this is. It's just kind of like black rock. And but what was what was great was my wife and I went, and they had this thing you could do where you go to this like spa, and they have a bath, just a bathtub, mm-hmm. and you each get in a bathtub, and you're in the same room, and they dump like water and seaweed into the bathtub uh-huh. with you. And you sit there and look at the ocean. And I was like, man, we could make a billion dollars in L.A. Because it, yeah. it's just seaweed. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it grows. It's not special seaweed. It's just regular. Yeah, they, and they had like four claims. Like yeah. it helps with this and with that and the other. But you're sitting in like, you know, bath water with, with kelp thrown into How'd it. How'd you feel afterwards? Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> that didn't matter. But I was like the whole time I'm like. And I, we had this friend, um, uh, Brett, who's like this kind of like, you know, larger deadhead sort of dude and I'm like imagine we could get like Brett just to walk in and like just dump seaweed on people for like 300 bucks an hour like <laughs> you could do it in the kelp forest right up in the north sure. in the north yeah for sure or you know whatever you get there big sur big sur is where you would do that I think on the cliff but I think you could do it in LA and I think you could like digitally project a beautiful image. You just do it in a strip mall and then yeah. you just, you know, like, imported kelp. It's imported from like, you know, down the street. I think you could make a fortune. Probably. This is what I was thinking this about. This racket we're in doesn't work out. Yeah, Fucking right? kelp baths. Kelp. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you cold, Zach, with the jacket? Yeah, he's wearing a sweatshirt and a hat. You got a sweatshirt. Oh, on. I'm having a, I'm having a bad hair life. Oh, I'm wearing a sweatshirt because I don't a- look good in t-shirts right now. This is all filthy. Yeah, yeah. I, you are. You look like a dirty man right yeah, now. Yeah, everyone's gonna say the hobo. I'll take. Yeah, it. I'll take That's it off. Okay, I don't give a fuck. You're, by the way, your shirt underneath is also dirty. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is it? A little bit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm you drove here in a dirty truck. <laughs> I went off roading. Yeah, nice. I look like Rower. I did. I went to Rower, yeah. but Rower post rain, which was very oh, so interesting. It's a fucking mess, right? Yeah, in a good way. A good way for that truck. I think a slightly lesser vehicle, I would have really struggled. Mm-hmm. But um, is there, there still was, snow up there? Yeah, there was there snow is? Yeah. on top of Rower. There's I got, snow. I got pictures yeah. on on the really? gram. If you if you um, Byron went with a bunch of people and his Cayenne had to pull a bunch of trucks out. Really? Oh, photos. he must have felt like, good about there himself was a lot there. I will say that I learned because you know I'm a California boy that. Uh, Downhill off-roading in snow is very difficult. It's sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> you really slide around. Yeah, if you go to yeah, there is, there's, is there. I, I didn't scroll path to. I, yeah. read, I read your. Uh, go. I read your summary there, but I did not. Scroll. Oh, look at that! Go one more. That's snow on top of Rower. Field of Fuck snow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's slippery. So for those who don't live in Los Angeles, Rower is a really good trail to test. Uh, I mean, not trophy trucks or anything, but like. Capable production vehicles it, it's rated, are are it, challenged by this trail. There's black diamond and double black diamond, yeah. not uh, double black diamond sections. Mm-hmm. And so the the result of the uh, the rains was puddles everywhere, which is rad. Yeah. Uh, a lot of like just kind of disintegration of you know just if if there was a, a slight hole. It was just deeper. Yeah. And then a lot of rocks, I think, kind of got, like, pushed around. So, like, the parts that are rocky were much more challenging. Mm. 
the the it was really windy when I was up there. The um, zero two was was killer, and I think mostly what I like is the the rock sliders because you actually slide yeah. <laughs> all over the place yeah, on rocks yeah. and they work well. Other than uh, uh, some rock sliders and taller uh, suspension and beefy tires, is there anything to that? Lockers, front and rear lockers, and then it's got the the same uh, spool valve dampers that the smaller Colorado mm-hmm. uh, zero two has. Mm-hmm. So really sophisticated damping system. Um, you know, and then you know, great articulation. Um, but it's not like a desert runner kind of thing. It's, it's more no, it's of like not a, a TRX crawler. or a Raptor. Yeah. It's more like a Tremor, yeah, uh, or like a power wagon, right? But I think you know, I think it's better than a power wagon because power wagon is based on a heavy duty truck platform, right. so it's like sixty four hundred pounds. This is probably just as capable, but fifty four hundred pounds, so it's more capable. And then also with the damping, you just have so much better. Have you ever done like power wagon off roading? No, I've never not taken. I've wagon. never driven a power wagon. They're they're cool, but uh, you know they're if you're if you're rock crawling when you know when you come off a rock and you land, yeah, it's a big situation. It's yeah. clunk. And and this is much calmer when it, oh. and its little like movements and it, again a thousand pounds lighter I would guess if not maybe like twelve hundred pounds lighter um, and again just just as capable and and they're both gas powered so um, yeah oh the I power would, wagons gas powered gas only yeah. because it comes standard with a winch and. Uh, Ram, unlike Ford, they couldn't get a winch to pass crash safety mm. with the diesel engine mm. because it's just, you know, it just, I don't know, diesel's a bigger Packaging thing. or yeah. whatever. And so yeah. with the trimmer, you can get the winch with diesel or gasoline. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think uh, the trimmer's pretty good, but, like, the diesel one is, like, you know, it's, like, 8,000 pounds. <laughs> so when you off-road in it, you have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And, you know, you're coming off boulders, and it's, like, a big event. Yeah, so I don't like off-roading with crazy heavy vehicles. Yeah, it's not something I'm in- enthusiastic. Yeah. I about. mean, you know, that was like Bronco Raptor is about as heavy and big as I want for off-roading. I, I would say the only or exception, the, the only exception for me is is the Rivian, which I when we when actually I, good point. Rivian b- was before awesome. we went on that crazy thing we did across country. I was like, you know, it's got to weigh, you know, we didn't know what it weighed. We hadn't weighed one, but we, you know, we know the size of the battery. I'm like, this thing's got to be like three and a half tons. It turned mm-hmm. out it was 7,200 pounds. Uh, I'm like, it's going to suck. And then you know, everyone has driven one off road. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. We drove one on Brower. Yeah. And it was exceptional. exceptional. Even with the, uh, uh, oh, do we have, the, we had the 20s. We didn't have the 22s. Yeah. We well, you the want the 20s. Wheels. No, you want the 20s. Yeah. We had the 20s and it was like fucking great. Like so good, yeah. And I just on mine, I just put on I have uh, some Toyos, uh, like beefier tires, yeah. And then the the idea was I was on twenties uh, or twenty twos on twenties, yeah. Uh, I went off roading with it, and my buddy had a um, Defender uh, one ten on Ko twos, mm-hmm. and you know I was letting him drive my truck, and I was just walking. I you know, I aired down. I probably. In fairness, I aired down too much, but I was watching like the tire deform yeah. in the Rivian. What did you go down to? Like I went 15? down to eighteen. Yeah, and they, after I got the new tires, uh, you know, Shaheen, who you know, Rivian was like, "Oh, you should only go down to 28. I'm like, "Oh, thanks for telling me that." <laughs> but anyways, but I was watching the sidewall deforms. So I was talking with Sean Holman, and I'm like, "What would you put on this?" And he's like, "Toyo Open Country Threes would mm-hmm. be a great." So I haven't, but, I, but but Scott Evans and I t- took. We have a long term Rivian, and so we took it to go off roading. And uh, Rower was closed because of the floods. Mm. So, but I just I went up on Tuesday. It was open. So, have you driven the Ram like, GT? They call it. No, it's like one tiny step down from Power Wagon. 
Yeah. I just I like these middle trucks that aren't like the application I mean, of a GT badge to a heavy <laughs> duty truck to me is, is somehow weird. offensive. It's just like they put the nice stuff in it and then like a locking diff in the back. Uh, but I, I just I can already hear the internet going like, oh, the ZR2 is not a Raptor. It's like not everything has to be. You see a today, Baja runner. like it can all. There are different jobs for trucks and off-road things, and some of them do this shit really well. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, first of all, today it looks like she, I don't know either Chevy announced or leaked. They're gonna do a Raptor off the ZR2, like the, you know, it's gonna be the ZR3 or whatever. Some dumb Silverado thing. or Colorado. Silverado, Silverado, it'll be like a desert runner type thing. It's gonna be a Raptor, which makes sense just yeah. from a co- competitive thing. But you're right because all these guys were asking me like, how does it compare to the Raptor, the, the you know the 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 ZR2, and I'm like. Do you jump your truck? <laughs> if no, <laughs> you know, because it's like, yes, the, the long travel suspension does give a really nice ride to the, the Raptors and the TRX. However, the Multimatic shocks are pretty good. They don't travel as much, but they're what really sophisticated. What about on the little cracks? Because when I had my Raptor, and they, they may have solved this since then, it absorbed the big stuff. And I could say exactly the same thing about 911 Dakar. It absorbed the really big stuff great. But the little stuff, you would it would still make it shudder a little bit if it wasn't enough to really compress that spring and shock. So that's what's the beauty of spool valves, if you will, is that you have low speed and high speed damping. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good on on the on the 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 so the, the you know rower before you get to the actual trail trail you're on that kind of like access path and it's gnarly in terms of that just, was that was where it ended the the regular non raptor bronco for me yeah the ride on that access path Sh- was really bad fucked shocking it was so bad I, 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 remember, like, I, yeah. I remember being on a on a dirt road out in like near Joshua Tree that was you know you could tell like a bulldozer just smooths it out once a month yeah and so there's just little tiny tiny little humps the bronco I thought it was gonna fall apart yeah. <laughs> shockingly yeah. terrible yeah um so yeah it was it was pretty good I felt like I had the um uh, what was the last? Thing? I was in the uh, the the new four by four squared, mm. <laughs> and uh, which yeah, great, like awesome, three hundred and seventy thousand hey, dollars, fucking better be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was really not good on that sort of stuff. Huh. It was great like wheeling and rock yeah. crawling and all that, but it, that seems like a real challenge for. Suspension. So again, spool valve. That's the whole thing. Is that you have low speed and and high and high speed different compression. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, could it be better? Sure. The the real solution is like what you know. I hate to, I sound like I work for them, but Rivian does with hydraulic dampers. Well, yeah, that's the, and air suspension is like this. Yeah. It's great going there. Yeah, because it, you know, it's just a, it's a luxury car ride. Yeah, those um, fucking things are really good. Uh, yeah, it's it, they, it, the it, ride is excellent. Yeah, and with these new tires I put on, like it's even better. But I haven't I haven't gone off road with it yet. They like, haven't. Come out with because my only real gripe with the Rivian was that you couldn't put it in two wheel drive no. eco powertrain without slamming the suspension all the way down. So you I can, wanted regular suspension. You can in if you put it in its conserve mode. Yeah, I yeah. believe you can do conserve with regular standard. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'd have to look. I it, when, at the time we drove it, it wouldn't let that. me. I mean, it's just a, a set of parameters away because it, you know, it's for aerodynamics. You want lower, yes. so. But I, in the city, yeah, I didn't need all the power, right. but I did want the suspension travel, and, and, and I kind of bitched about that. And the Rivian, when it's in lowest 
pretty trashy ride. Really it's like it's ride, cut yeah. springs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which it basically it kind of is. is. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I talked to the engineers about that because I thought that D, you know, uh, tur- not only turning off the rear motors was was really uh, helpful for saving power, but also somebody told me this that when you do lower it, the half shafts are straight. Oh, and, and then I'm, I, that was a big savings. And then this Rivian engineer was like, "That's stupid. No, it's all arrow. It's all you want to. If you put it on the ground, you get that's the that's how you. Yeah, that half range. shaft thing is like the kind of thing that an engineer might tell me, and I have no choice but to believe and them because I engi- can't come up with an ex- explanation why it's wrong. And an engineer told me this, and then I went back to him and said, "You told me this. I look like an idiot with your coworkers." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, if you take arrow out of it, straightening the half shafts is better than decoupling the rear motors." And I'm like, "But the." Arrow. He said, oh, of course arrow is most important. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. I'm uh, uh, I'm contemplating eventually replacing the, um, the Mach-E with an S. Mm. Does your uh, R1S yeah. have the little gear wine in the back that does no. never go away? No. Oh, interesting. No. The truck we had did have that. Yeah. No, I, well, I have the T, not the S. Oh, you have the, the T. But, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I did. I finally drove an S. And, you know, I would say if you're really looking for it, it's like the ride quality is 93% as good as the truck. Cause, oh, it's not? You think it's less good yeah, than the I truck? Yeah, I know it's less good. Why it, is it less good? 16 inches less wheelbase. Oh. So anytime you shorten a wheelbase, it's yeah, like, you yeah. know, it's like a four-door versus a two-door Wrangler. Two-door ride's way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, this is – people made a bigger deal about it. Um, I, and I know also the last – R1S software update tried to address a lot of the ride quality issues. I thought it was totally serviceable. I would happily trade 7% of the ride for yeah. for fitting in a garage. Yeah. Which the T yeah, really. the T's a little long. Yeah, long. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, th- I thought the SUV was great. You know, I, I, I went, I did some very, very minor off-roading in it. Up it's on, probably like the same, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, felt, I mean, you know, it was, it was. you ever taken that little, it's like a bypass up on Angeles Crest? There's like an off-road bypass. That it's like. Really? Yeah. So there's like. Um, no. Uh, Charlton a, Flats. Charleston yeah, okay, Flats. I know Charlton that Flats. Is, yeah. yeah, there's, so you, you make a right instead of the left to go into the Charlton parking lot. And then it's probably two miles off road, and oh. it pops out. Um, you know how there's like that one gated thing where there's always like trucks going in yeah, and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're heading down the mountain, below that is where you pop out. Oh. And so it's like two miles off road. So never a good trail. No, it's okay. It was it was actually good because covered in snow, and then the rains destroyed it. Oh. So it was all messed up, and so it was actually at one point. I've I've seen like a lot of hunters go up there, so you'll see dudes in civics with their rifles. You can get pretty deep into it, you know, just in nothing. But yeah. but because of the rain, I actually had to like jack the truck up and oh, okay. do everything. Yeah, depending where in the world you are, anything is an off roader. Yeah, well, I mean, there was <laughs> one. There, yeah, 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 exactly. But it's a cool like if I have a G wagon or something like that. Uh, actually, if you go go back to my home page or I don't know what you call it, uh, scroll up, up, up. Uh, you'll see the R. Uh, scroll down, down, down. Sorry, you'll see the R. Oh, yeah, you were there. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Up, up, up. Right there to the left. Oh, that's the trail. That's the trail. Um, and then it's very pretty up there. Yeah. Wait, wait. This is the video. Go, go back. I'm sorry. Go back. This is. This oh is boy. The visual, it's a real visual show today. Thrilling podcast. Go up and one more. Yeah. Okay. There, there you see the snow. Mm-hmm. Because somebody, I, in the video, I said there's snow up here, and then somebody's like, "You're lying. There's no snow." So I was like, oh. as you can see, there's no snow. I can attest to the fact that there is actually <laughs> snow. Yeah. But is that you, a, is the, is the, um, the S 
tailgate a real tailgate. It's a full tailgate, not a clamshell like a Range yeah. Rover. It's it, it, no, it's clamshell like a Range Rover. Clamshell like, like a Range real, Rover. Like a Land Cruiser Range Rover. Oh, okay, BMW yeah. X5. I love that. I love. Yeah, oh, it's the greatest. I love it. I don't want to sit on the bumper. I want yeah. to sit on the fucking tailgate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's superior. So you can see this well, it's is a great looking vehicle. Oh, it's beautiful, and you yeah. can, you can see what the trail looks like. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't. Anyways. love the wheel design. I have the same wheels in black. They look great. You just maybe you just got to make them black. You make them black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but it was it was good, man. I was I was impressed. Um, I will say, I guess Throttle House did a review of the SUV, and they're uh-huh. like, it was oversteering like crazy. So I was driving it up, and you know that the big sweeping second gear Alpine turn on, sure. on the way up. Uh, it was forty one degrees. Ambient temperature, I, and that's in shadows. And I you're watched. talking about European Car Magazine corner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I call it the Alpine corner. But yeah. 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 No, and every cover cover photo from European Car Magazine. That's the one in history. Yeah. And man, this thing slid. Hmm. Um, now I was on off road tires. It was hmm. 41 degrees on the thermometer, and that's in full shadows. It was probably frozen the night sure. before. Uh, but it, I would say that the the truck handles better. Uh, than the SUV, the truck handles extremely well. Yeah, I'd like, say this is a step down. Like crazy, how good for what it is. It's shocking how yeah. well it handles. So yeah. I, you know, so I put these these new tires on mine, and I lost a lot of that kind of performance. But turns out my wife, who mostly drives it, doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and the ride quality is pretty bad. much where but, we're at. Yeah, so I I would be curious with like 21, 22 inch street tires on this to mm. see what it actually does. So I think maybe on the Pirellis, I got to bug Shaheen and get one. Yeah, this yeah. is the one. It's cool. You'll you'll That's get this it. one. That's it. That's the press. I mean, the press as far as I know, I can tell you what it's doing right now too. It's still it's still, <laughs> still on your phone. Yeah, phone. <laughs> it. yeah. Well, this is kind of cool. Uh, if you do have two, um, you can. You just pop back and forth. Oh, so you have multiple. Yeah. I love that. They assume in the, the app people are like, well, what happens when people have multiple Rivians in their household? Yeah. Well, yeah. well I they mean, probably or, got that from Tesla. Or I, think I saw, Tesla yeah, yeah, multiple, Tesla did. Yeah. But also I saw the PR guy. He had like, you know, 500 of these or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but I can actually oh, tell you, like, not only is it at 89% charge, I can tell you where this thing is. <laughs> what? Yeah. Does the PR guy know where all the 500 Rivians are? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this thing, let's see. We're probably gonna give someone's house away. Wait, are all the cars he has on his thing like those are test mules and things? Yeah, they're, they're, the, pre- they're the press cars. This no, thing, the press I think cars, uh, maybe Glucker has it. It looks like it's in oh, the yeah? it's, in, it's in the Glucker. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's Irvine. It's kind of oh yeah, that's in the, <laughs> that's in the Glucker. No, he, yeah. we know he lives down there. No, no I don't want to show anyone. You know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If but, they could find him from that map, why zoomed out? Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So so it's in Orange County with 89 percent charge right now. Yeah. That well, very good. Yeah, it's cool. But it was, I did a thing, so the last thing we can move on to another thing besides the Rivian, but I, uh, you know, I tinted the shit out of my roof. And so I did a thing where. Oh, out of the, out of the, 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 the roof panel. The the glass. Yeah, yeah. You you can't even see it in mine, hardly. And so it was great, like, you know, from six, you know, whenever the sun came out, say six a.m. to noon, both trucks sat there and it was a cold, sunny day. And it was like a 14 degree temperature differential oh. on like a 60 degree morning. Yeah. So you know, if you can imagine, if it was oh, like that's a useful comparison. Actually. It was great. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was very good. That's a good idea. Yeah, and I was able to, and, and I was able to show the differential on the phone. I used my wife's phone to film it, and because it shows in, you the internal temperature. Oh, wow. the truck on the app. And yeah. You can toggle back. Yeah. And yeah and I was, oh, cool. But I was showing the trucks, and I'm like, and here's oh, the that's app. journalism right thank there. Thank you. That is very good. Yes. Thank you. That's thank you. that's what yeah. you do with when you have two of the same thing. Thank you. Yeah, so very good. Uh, tint the shit out of all glass. Can you do roofs. like an ambient road noise test? 
I, with the two between the tires? Not, uh, not from the app. I did do a range test with the tires. Yeah, and what happened? Oh, uh, yeah, don't put the Toyos on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me How bad Evans, was it? No, it was not good. Really? Yeah, it was, it, 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 like I told my wife, and she's like, "Put the other tires on," you know. <laughs> but it was in 36 miles. There was a seven mile difference. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like mixed, like. Up to 75 miles an hour, down to 35. That's a big difference. It was a, yeah. it was a big difference. Yeah. I remember when Camisa put Pilot Sport 4S's on his e-golf. Yeah. And his range went from like 110 miles to like 80. It was like, yeah, that's not good. Uh, this has probably gone from like close to 300 miles. If it was fully charged. I never yeah, do yeah. that. But it's probably like, yeah, 10% off that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, that, that could it, matter. It is. I, I think the solution is what I need to do is get like a – because I – you know, if you if you put it on the twenty twos or the twenty, I think the twenty ones, on street tires you get three hundred twenty eight mile range, and on the off road tires it's like two eighty or something yeah. like that. Uh, so I need to get a set for like most of the time that when I go off roading, I put on my off road tires and then. Can't picture you fucking doing that, switching out tires. I would have zip tire coming to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing it. Jacking up a 7,200 pound truck in your driveway. I would have zip tire. I had zip tire put the tires on in my driveway. It was great. Zip tires the best. We use them here at Westside. They're Uh, fucking awesome. I love them. They are the best. So Dakar. Uh, We've covered a lot of Dakar, but it's just we'll do it again because it's rad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's what you think it is. I yeah. mean, it's, it's it's exactly the thing that you think it is. They use a bunch of really trick technology to make it exactly pretty much perfect in every scenario. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the only downside to it is, you know, the cost and the availability. Well, the cost is, yeah. And, and the fact that, um, you know, like, like we just said, it has... It, it handles the big bumps really well, and and the small ones, it still feels kind of like a sports car. And you go, wow, this lifted suspension and all this sidewall, and it still feels well, like that's, a sports that's car. That's what's funny, though, because, like, you know, not that anyone's ever going to go off-road, but if they do, they're probably going to do the little stuff in their Porsche, not the big, right? Yeah, no, you wouldn't you wouldn't go wheeling in it. It's right. it's it's awesome on gravel and fire roads and How sand. far would it get on, like, rower? Would it even get past the— No, it wouldn't make it up that trail. Okay. It would be it would be great on the the service road that we talked about. It's a it's a rally car. It's not a trophy truck. I will say a couple times ago, I saw a dude in a um, outback wilderness that was made it all the way up a uh, rower. Oh yeah, oh, we did that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. I was like, how did you do this? Yeah, like, yeah. I just I just went as fast as I could. Yeah. <laughs> we did that in the in yeah, the wilderness. Momentum yeah, yeah. It, that has pretty good pretty good ground clearance. And like, yeah. you're selective I, I just don't know how you got way. past like the, that first obstacle. That was yeah, it was dicey. It was sketchy. That's but, why. But, you can't, but it's possible. Wheel placement. Yeah. I guess so. Because I, I remember I had a, a and it, it was a while ago, and that obstacle has gotten worse the, the over pandemic, time. The pandemic is turning yeah. into. Have you been on the Rubicon in a couple years? No, never, mm-hmm. never. Oh well, a it's awesome. B because everybody does V eight swaps into their Wranglers <laughs> on you know thirty seven inch tires and mm-hmm. you know puts five hundred pound feet. Into their thing, it's just all the slick rock is blown out. Right, so you, right, it's right. really hard to do now. But that that yes, the the entry has gotten much yeah. harder. But uh, um, the Dakar is in sand, just um, incredible. Well, that's rad. I mean, incredible. So and when it they would when, snow, it would be incredible. So when the press cars come, we go out to Dumont Dunes, Pismo, or yeah. Dumont, Dumont, or yeah. or even. Um, Glamis, Glamis, yeah. You'd be you'd be the king of Glamis, except everyone would give you stink eye. And these fucking the <laughs> fucking Habibis over there, yeah. That don't that really don't give a fuck. Like, right. you know, it, it you're gonna be hard pressed to find 
more than a couple of people in America that will actually treat this car like you're supposed to treat it. Right. There's well, basically Zwart, and <laughs> your guess and, is and, and fucking mine. And me and you mine. and the, the press, yeah. It's, it, Johnny, a more perfect press car has never existed. Really? It is the perfect press car. Because in order to appreciate it, you have to act like it doesn't exist tomorrow. <laughs> right, right, right. AMC, ain't my car. You have, yeah. 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 I mean, and and you know what these guys did, taking us all the way out there, and and we could have had a similar experience in Glamis, but global event, so yeah, people yeah, were yeah. coming from all over. Sure. You know, but the fucking yurts and the mint tea and all that shit, and you're and to be it in in the Sahara, where the sand is that color, right, right, that right. or that rich orange, and it's soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just fucking do the the surf the wave well I actually watched epic. your video because I saw I saw a lot of social media where it was like people were kind of crawling ar- around they weren't going nuts and I, I'm like I'm gonna watch Matt's video because he's probably not gonna we go slow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was good some of the other people were not going fast yes I, I, I saw their the, yeah. the the instructor that I worked with and they had they were using instructors because they were like look we've scouted this and if you if you go where we go yeah. You're fine. And if you go 20 feet either way, you might sink into a so, hole. So, yeah, ex- if you've never driven on sand, it's actually pretty treacherous. <laughs> it's, you know, and I've, I actually, I was in a, what was I in? I was in a GLS, Mercedes GLS, and I was like doing that thing where you kind of like surf the dune. Yeah. So, as fast as you can, you kind of hang. Yeah. And I actually like, like unrolled the tire off the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, know? we aired down to 14 PSI. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the for, risk is when you do that, that's what happened to the GLS, the wheel. Will come off. The yeah. tires will come off the wheels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but the guy knew me, uh, the instructor. Yeah. And 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 you know the people there that could drive. Yeah, yeah. Got to really have a yeah, proper. Yeah, I, I talked to Evans, uh, yeah. Scott Evans, and he was just saying it's basically what you said. Yeah. I mean, he was he was just sort of like the, he was just marveling at the price based on like he's like it's kind of just 911 dampers it's not like they didn't invent a new damper they just linked in the arm they didn't invent a new damper no yeah. Yeah. so he was just a little like eh, with the price yeah but, but look a fully loaded GTS with carbon buckets and yeah, lightweight yeah, yeah. glass is like $180,000 or, or more possibly more depending uh, on what color so to I mean, get yeah, from yeah. A, a fully loaded yeah, Carrera a 40, 4 GTS jump. Yeah. it's 40 grand but like yeah. You couldn't do that in the aftermarket for forty grand. You're no, not I, redesigning the bumpers. No, you're I agree. not redesding the cooling system. Well, you know, get, yeah, they that. move the cooling system. Yeah, that's pretty significant. Well, so let me ask you this: Did you did you ask him why is it limited? No. Okay, because that's my real like. Well, why bother limiting it? Like, just make it regular production. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I. I it's an interesting question. Drive secondary market, you know. Maybe I, know. I mean, may, maybe be, maybe yeah, and, yeah. and maybe because uh, the nine nine two dot two is coming, and so this is the the hurrah of that sure. generation, and and you know they've already got production constraints, and you know what yeah yeah. You. It just um, seemed like a weird thing to limit, but you know like the Storato, the the Lambo version, yeah. is also limited, which I didn't know. I thought it'd be regular production, but mm-hmm. it's like it's like fifteen hundred global units or something. Yeah, um, that one might be limited by as many as they can sell. Well, <laughs> I think they're going to sell a ton of them. I think they will too, and I don't. Yeah. Th- I think it's cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, I, I drove um, the prototype, and it was like, I, you know, yeah, I knew it would be pretty cool in the sand because why would they fly you all the way out there? But it was rad they had, uh, on the test track. Yeah, and it was like having that much sidewall, and then having like 
long-ish travel suspension for a for an Uricon yeah. was like fantastic. So it was that no one would say this on the record, but yeah. off the record they told me they ran the Dakar at the Nurburgring. Mm. And it's limited to 149 miles an hour. Despite that, it runs the same time as a 996 GT3 on those tires. Okay. That's moving. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's know, great. That, that's that's good. Mm. Um it's it's if you're boss enough to fucking yeah. send it, it's, I mean, Zwart. Who is it meant for? Like, Habibis and Zwart. <laughs> what, what tires was the 996 GT3 on when it ran that time? Do you know? Like, oh, it was, I, it was oh. on the Pilot uh, Sport Cup 1. Pilot so Sport Cup, right, so yeah. Right, before P4S's, And right? so that meant there was like a drop of rain. Yeah. It was mm. in the, you know, the, mm. the, the, the Armco. So, I was yeah. I was very impressed with with the with the overall thing, and I I did call my dealer. I didn't make that up in the video. I called my oh, dealer yeah? and I said, "What's what's the deal?" And and he was like, "It's just like Sport Classic, you know. It's you know it's not gonna, for you, son. Not you know." <laughs> he was like, "You know, you want to be on the list? Maybe we can get you one. It's going to be." And I have a great relationship with them. I paid sticker for my spider. Sure, and they were like. <laughs> This is not sticker, and I was like, okay, yeah, and 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 um, and then at the end, I was like, I I can't, I I cannot, I don't have it in me to send my own car the way that I did in this. Yeah, just yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the fucking rotors of these cars, I mean, sand in the rotors, like they were scored to hell. You know, there's sand all over the place, and I was like, I just. I don't know when, in between my day job of testing cars, I'm going to go, you know what I want to do right now? Right. Go out to the middle of the desert and beat the shit out of my own car. Right, 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 you know? right, Because right. so, the skid plates were pretty dinged up on these. So is, do you know if Zwart is getting one? Oh, yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. sent me spec, everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, he, it's, this is the Zwart yeah. car. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. It. No, 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 there's, no. I get there's that. no better customer for one of these cars. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got his color picked out. He's got- Is he doing pipe? In it? No, because no, no. it's, it's, it's a road car. It's a road car. It's just for his yeah. fucking. Okay. Just for rolling around in Aspen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and he's the guy. He's oh, the guy it'd be for perfect. It. Yeah, no, and I, he's I, doing I the right move. He's getting. I hope I'm not blowing up his spot, but he's getting. Uh, you know, standard is carbon buckets. Optional, eighteen ways, zero cost. And he's getting the eighteen way. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, hundred percent. I like the carbon buckets, but I know, I know a lot of people. They're don't they're like cool them. for what they are, but if yeah. you actually want to use this thing for a daily driver. Those are good. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, th I just fit in the bucket, so I, I like them. But yeah, I fit in them too. It's not about fitting in them; it's about crawling over that hard sill. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. You're it, getting is, in it, is, it is tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I'll but tell you a funny story. Bravo, they I'll, do a nice job. I'll tell you. A funny Please story. go watch our fucking video because I lost all kinds of money making this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was last time I was with uh, Maurizio Reggioni of Lamborghini. Uh huh. Um, Love Maurizio. The great. He retired. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. When? Well, he, he's, oh, a while ago. A while ago. A while he, ago? Yeah, like, like months? December. Oh, oh no, no. December, it, like really? last year. Really? It's been a while. I didn't know he retired. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's still doing, I saw. I just saw him at Daytona. Um, he's still doing motorsports. Mm -hmm. But he. But that the guy, uh, Ruben, um, oh my God, Dr. Crazy Official on Instagram, Ruben Moore is now the, the head of R&D. He's the right guy. He's okay. the guy who developed the Kemblocks Audi. Oh, he's okay. the right guy for yeah. Lamborghini. Okay. Literally, his name is Doctor Crazy. You know, cool. like, he's great. I'm pro Doctor Crazy. Yeah. So, and, and Doctor Crazy worked on the Storado Splash. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so this is yeah, it's over a year ago now. Uh, so I saw, I was with Maurizio. I forget where we were driving. We were in Italy. 
Um, oh, it was a technical prototype. Like, mm. anyways, and he was telling me, he's like, Johnny, he goes, and I was like, I was like, what's up with Storado? Because I drove it like three or four years ago. I drove it before the pandemic, you know. And he goes, he goes, we're we're doing it. And I go, what? He goes, yeah. When Vinkelman came back, he said. He said, you know, Porsche's doing, at the time, it was the Safari. It was, yeah. You know, but he actually told me the name Dakar. But he's like, he's like, you know, Porsche's doing the, a Safari 911. And Vinkelman said, let's beat him to market. Let's, you know. And I'm like, really? That's right. Like, I'm not the world's biggest Vinkelman fan, but like, all right. Yeah. You know? So that's. Is it actually on market right now, Storado? I don't think they've launched it yet, but I, but uh, it's, it's, I mean, they're all sold. Of course uh, they are. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, but if you want one, let me know because <laughs> I know they're all sold, but not really. I, well, I was talking to—I'm going to leave his name out of it—but a mutual friend of ours yeah. really wants one, and I was talking to a guy who's very high-ranking at Lambo currently, and I said, "You know, my friend really wants one, yeah, but they're all sold." And he goes, "Well, if he really wants one, you know, we can <laughs> sit tight, <laughs> limited to by how many we can sell." Is what well, I'm it's, trying it's to one say. of those things, right? So everybody orders it. Yeah, so fifteen hundred get ordered, and like you know, a third drop out. Yeah, because you know, crypto went down, divorce, all the typical reasons, yeah, right? Yeah, Death, yeah. cocaine yeah. overdose, you know, all the <laughs> all yeah. the things that afflict the uh, them, right? That afflict the <laughs> you know rich rich people problems. Yeah. The affluenza has yeah, taken the, them. <laughs> I got hit by affluenza, and my, I mean. I mean, my favorite recently was uh, you know you know Sergio you know Sergio because yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he got your uh, your thing yeah your uh, smart the seized <laughs> smart car but he on January second I'll never forget he posts you saw that meme going around where it's like I can tell my wife I haven't bought a car all year <laughs> yeah. January third he's like oh I bought a Bentley on accident. <laughs> And I was like, what? He goes, it was on bring a trailer and it was such a low price. I like I put in a bid as a joke and it won. Yeah, that, you don't do that. Well you don't you don't uh, wave hello to somebody at an auction, friends. Yeah, yeah. Well he so You ever he, see that happen? Uh, oh I I did an auction. I did the RM auction. <laughs> and what happens is, you know, they're three hours long yeah, and it's yeah. an open bar. Yeah, yeah. So the third hour, <laughs> there's a lot of waving. There's a lot of weird Dude, I saw that once at a Gooding or RM. Someone gets some waves and the auction. And you go, kung, kung, kung. sir, <laughs> you're at an auction. Do yeah. you understand what right. waving means? Right. No, because they, you know they, they're just trained. The guys, and not only they're fucking eagle-eyed over well, here. Here's the thing, which I didn't realize was it's not just the auctioneer who sees them. There's like 18. Yeah, no, the people, people standing on boxes. Yeah, oh, yeah, but they're like, you know, they're like, uh, you know, artillery spotters. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. It was wild. That was a, that was a weird experience. Yeah, don't toss in a bit. And bring a trailer unless you're ready. Well, he now he owns ready a beautiful Bentley Azure. You know? Oh, an Azure. Yeah, ah. like a real Bentley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, so. those Arnages are looking nice. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Bentleys that are looking really nice. Well, you know, your boy over here is now a car dealer and can go to fucking Mannheim <laughs> yeah. and fucking snag some shit. Well, I mean, we, I think we've talked Look about at that this. Azor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got one of them. But we've talked about this. Like the way to do it is to get like you know a blank check that's, you know, $20,000 or so, and go to, like, you know, uh, um, Barrett-Jackson. Yeah. Because they just clear Bentleys at, like, like red label, yeah. turbo R's, and they're yeah. all, like, 19000 bucks At uh, Meekum, they have yeah, Meekum. Uh, that room that's, like, the bid goes on, yeah. you know, where it doesn't sell, and they have, and it's basically a write-in bid after that. That room is full of gold. Yeah, because it's, it's just not, it's not the audience for Bentleys, yeah. but, like, all the local dealers are dumping their used stock. Yeah. 
And I'm we like, went up to Donnie's uh, to check in on oh, my yeah. uh, red car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is going well actually. Okay, uh, believe it or not, he's at Retromobile right now shopping oh, for parts. That's nice. <laughs> for, not for your car. Yeah. Oh, for shit. my car oh. among others. He's got five or six projects going right now, and he's at Retromobile shopping. We got to get um, to Retromobile. I know. By the way. He's That's... like, he was so mad that I didn't want to go. I'm like, Donnie, you give me four days notice to go to Paris. <laughs> like, I will. I would love to go, and I'd love to go with Donnie. I bet it's a fucking shit show over there. Retromobile is insane. Everyone, all the pictures on Instagram look amazing. Wait, what is it? It's it's like the SEMA for vintage cars in Europe. In, it's Whoa. in Paris. Um, everyone I've talked to is is just like... Like it's a trade show, but not really. Like it's where Jonathan Ward is amongst his people. You know what uh, I mean? Like he he's, he goes and it's just like... like Simon Kidston yes, and fucking... Yes, Kidston's there. Yeah, and John Bothwell's over there for Persang. Like, I mean, look, that... It, yeah. it, in theory, it's a trade show, but really it's like the greatest vintage car market in the world. Yeah, it's um, humongous. But Donnie, he showed me he's got a shopping list of stuff for Ooh. my car uh, that he can get over so there. So I'd like to, by the way, once he actually gets it back, I'd like to drive it because I've driven your car you several times before you owned it. <laughs> and and my... Yeah, everybody did. Yes. <laughs> the village bicycle. <laughs> the Santagata bicycle. But, uh, you know, my... Uh, most of my opinion about Countach's were formed <laughs> from driving that thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... I have the magazine that you wrote the story. I yeah, still have it and, in my you know, file. You know, it was... Uh, it was it was still... Countach is still my favorite car. It just didn't drive as well as my 12-year-old self imagined. The condition I mean, is very important, right? Like Andrew Frankel on on his podcast, I know you saw him at Dakar. Yeah, yeah. But they did a list of like, you know, the the top super, or the top supercars like we actually hated. Yeah. And his first one was the Countach, but mm -hmm. he's like, but I admit the one I drove had this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. This you know, wrong. Yeah, it's highly. It's, it's hard. You know, the funny thing is assess. like neither of us know because yeah. my car, other than um, a service and a clutch, my car was as you drove it until a couple months ago, but Donnie's found some things. Um, not yeah. you know. Not only was the suspension very tired, uh, and the brakes were very tired. Um, it had a bent control arm. It had a bent control arm, and and um, and a, a bunch of other really interesting shit. Oh, I saw. Yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you see the water pump thing? Yeah, that was so, fantastic. So the, you know, <laughs> you know when that was done? No. Two thousand and one. Okay. That's been like that the yeah, whole yeah, yeah. time. Since, since our whole David. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Before David. That's, that's before what I was saying. Since David. Yeah, before yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, the, my 328 when I bought it, I thought that was kind of how it was supposed to be with a little room to play yeah. until I found out what it could be. And then yeah. I was like, fuck me. This is what this is supposed to be? Like, Oh, you know the Countach was supposed to be was the most expensive car in the world. Yeah, when it, was. it was sold. It really was. And yeah. so, well, like, I I look forward to finding out what it can be. I would just say this though: I drove the very last Countach. Yeah, the silver, the uh, silver twenty fifth anniversary, 25th one. anniversary yeah. and kept um, by Lamborghini. Kept by Lamborghini. Right. Factory condition, like right. thing was perfect. It drives like yours. <laughs> it's not a very good car. Well, Donnie, you know, you Donnie know. thinks, yeah, thinks, thinks, yeah, you know, and. Believe it or not, he's an optimist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know that to hear him talk about anything, right. but he's an optimist. Okay, he thinks when he's done, my car will have fifty to seventy-five extra horsepower. Well, your car, okay. I, so I, the first time I drove that thing, the article you mentioned, I was doing a comparison with a five twelve TR. Now, mm -hmm. to be fair, it should have been a Testarossa, but the only 
thing that looked like that I could source was a 512TR. So it was an 86. Yours is 86? 88. 88. So the 88. But a 512 TR is a 90 and 91. 93. 91, 93. Okay. But, you know, so we did a little. No, I'm good. We did a little impromptu drag race. Ferrari, like, decimated (laughs) the Lambo. Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, you know, I'm like, newer engine. And then we did. 512 TR also has a six speed, not a five speed. Yeah. And 512 TR is also sweet as hell. I mean, that's that's like. Yeah, they're lovely. That's kind of my favorite Ferrari. I mean, not my favorite, but like top. I love them. That flat motor's got big torque. Big torque, but also just like gorgeous, comfortable, fun to drive, above all that. Anyways, then we did some left-right stuff, and like it was, I mean, the difference was shocking how much better the Ferrari was to drive. Well, the shocking. Yeah, you know? no, I mean the Lamborghini's not. It, it, it never even pretended to be that. And the Lamborghini yes. is a high-speed Grand Tourer. Yeah. Um, even despite how it looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's got a it's got a thirty-gallon fuel tank. Thirty-gallon fuel tank and a big trunk. Yeah, biggish. That, and yeah. you know, and 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 it's really meant for highway. Uh, Agreed. Um, I was just, but I was like, I yeah, was like, yeah. it's still my favorite car. No, no. Even I will admit that objectively, <laughs> yeah. If I wasn't me, yeah. You know, and I didn't have the dream. Yeah. Objectively, the Testarossa and the five twelve CR is a better car. And I, I've driven. I'd rather if I was going to use one as a car, the five twelve is a better five twelve because I've driven early Testarossas and they're pretty poor. They're actually pretty bad vehicles. At least, no, I don't know the condition the one I drove was in. I've, I've driven two. Five, once I got to 512, they had, like, ironed the yeah, kinks great. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is really ergonomically good. better for you than the uh, Countach? Oh, any, yeah, yeah, anything's yeah. better. Anything's ergonomic. Well, better than the, only thing, the only thing worse than a Countach is the 25th anniversary Countach. <laughs> because With those seats. <laughs> seats <laughs> take up so much I'm space. I'm not tall. I think I'm shorter than you. I'm, I'm 5'11 on a good day, right? Yeah. And, like, I not only do you have to take your shoes off, but, like, my, my not only in, in your car, my head almost touches if I sit up straight. Yeah. But, like, I was slouching with my head turned and I was still hitting the roof yeah. in this thing. It's, I've found a way to adjust my seats so that they're shoved against the firewall as low and far back and it's great. Without okay. my shoes off, it's great. Yeah. I've just I just graze. Yeah. The yeah. head just grazes. Yeah, it's fine. I, I fit okay in but your those twenty fifth anniversary they cars mounted high. Look at those <laughs> look at that Barco lounger. So so it's so pull up that picture, Zach, in another tab, get the interior from a nineteen eighty six Countach. And because so, you can't believe that they decided to put these fucking seats. Their power. That was the thing. Their power seats. Look what they started with. No, I know. They're fantastic. Like, why did this seat need power? Look at the second row on the left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got this sculpted bucket that fits into the opening that it goes in perfectly. And it, it's manual, but it's got a tilt. It yeah. tilts. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's insane. And they're that they, way uglier. Let's be honest. Much, yeah. For scale, look how much longer the seat belt like, uh, support <laughs> yeah, is here. Yeah. So that's on the regular uh, or on yours. And then when you go to the 25th, yeah. it's, it's like, like inches inch shorter. It's inches. So yeah. that, that's the difference in headroom. Yeah. That's a wow. great thing. People, and that seat is flat as a board. It's like it's like out of a Chrysler LeBaron. Yeah. yeah. It's off. It's so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, and the outside of that and, the 25th is also a little funner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is. It is. I will say, without the wing and the gray that I drove, it was kind of it was raining. It was kind of, but I will say, driving a Countach for four hours in the rain was like the biggest joke. Yeah. Like, the photographer, like, because I was Wait, like, the photos sh- look great. They were amazing. But I was shuttling. I was shuttling the photographer around. Yeah. And 
there's no ventilation let's be honest like so he was just leaning forward and like cleaning the window in front of me and then once he was out of the car i couldn't see but the anniversary car has automatic climate control. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Automatica. Oh, it means something different in it. Yeah. yeah. yeah My air conditioning works good. Well, um, look, it, it was the defroster that didn't do so, anything. So anyway, you yeah. know, we're going we're gonna to see yeah. what this car... Yeah. Was like the day it left the factory, but it doesn't. My it's actually po- gonna be better. My, my point is, it doesn't matter. It's still the greatest car of I, all time. I agree with you. Yeah, and it's not about dynamics. It's yeah, yeah. not about objectivity. It, no, none of that shit matters. Get it back to where. But at it the same be. time, yeah. I'm very excited and interested to find out. Yeah, with brand new bushings and brand new shocks and brand new brakes. Oh, the smog shit all removed. Right. And and to, to see what this car can be right. is very exciting. No, you totally. get to have a first time owner experience. Almost. Yes, the but lead. with the knowledge of uh, the cars you've driven, you know the modern cars. Yeah, you've yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question though. So you're you're, you're like seven or eight years younger than me. How you're forty? Forty one. Forty one. All right, you're six and a half, seven years. All right. So for me, like I rem- I have this vivid, distinct memory. I was nine years old, so you were one or two. Yeah. But I was in Montreal, and there was an you know a, a Raccio whatever colored Countach sitting on the, the the cobblestones of old Montreal. We were back visiting my dad's family, and it literally rewired my brain. Yeah, yeah. And my dad, who liked cars, he let me stand there for a half hour, and I just never seen anything like it. Yeah, you know? cool. And again, imagine or- the orange car again. And it was probably overcast and like gray cobblestones. Yeah. And I just, you know, yeah. So, so d- d- like, do you have that connection to it? Yes. Because it wasn't Diablo by the time you were conscious of. No, I, I was I was conscious of cars from a very young age. Okay. And when we lived in Atlanta, we moved to Atlanta when I was five, so I would have this would have been 1986. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There was a gray market because there were no Lamborghini dealers, right? Right. There were gray market importers. Yeah. There was LA one, had a couple, but yeah, there yeah, might yeah. have been a couple, but yeah. I certainly didn't. I had a neighbor didn't. with a not a neighbor, a guy who lived on the rich part of the hill who had a Yalpa. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <No>. um, but <laughs> those are kind of cool. I mean, if but you're in a venereal disease, if you yeah, saw very... one today, you'd go, "Wow, cool." I mean, and then it's like, "Oh, it has a transverse V8." Yeah. <laughs> so does my but, 328. Dick. Hey, I, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, there was a place called Formula One Imports in Atlanta, and you, the only reason you may have ever heard of them is because they had the the advertisement on the back cover of the Dupont Registry mm-hmm. from like 1980 to 1997. Known well. Yeah. yeah, I know them very well. Big yeah, gri- yeah, sure, grid, sure. all the cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they had, they would get the Lambos. So I, it, I, I grew up maybe a couple miles from there when I was younger, and I would make my parents take me there okay. every weekend. Right. And I, you know, for an eight-year-old or whatever the fuck I was, right. I knew, quote, knew a lot about cars. Sure. I knew the stats from the sure. magazine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Dad, so the, the guy who fire. was the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some very embarrassing pictures of me as a young kid in no this kidding. fucking place. So mob. The guy the guy who would let me sit in all the cars. He'd let yeah. me under the velvet ropes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's pictures of me in a Countach and okay. an LM002 oh. and Diablo and a Testarossa oh, yeah. and all okay. this shit. Okay. So, all right. so I knew about it. Okay. I knew yeah. about it. I was just, cu- I was just curious because yeah. like, I'm like right at that age, mm. you know? I mean, like, yeah, okay, I was born like Two years, three years after the Countach Plus, came I had, out. My dad got me when I was a young the the Alpine poster that was like the, the six yeah. foot oh, yeah, yeah, white, yeah. white, white, yeah. white Alpine oh, I, poster. I probably that hung had... over my bed forever. 
Yeah, I probably had four Countach posters, if not more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just insane. Because there's kids. There were stores that you went to in the mall that sold posters. <laughs> like the one, the one that's in my office. Yeah. that's the car is the same color as mine. It's not mine, but it's the same one. Was the best selling poster from oh, Sam Goody? Yeah, yeah. In 1987. Oh, I had that poster. Jeff Zwart shot it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. found an he found an original at his place. He brought it over. He signed it, and it's hanging in my office. And that is a that is Jeff Swartz for the Road and Track he, Top Speed Shootout that the Roof Yellowbird won. ended up winning. And that was like the greatest article yeah. of all time. But there's no posters of the Roof Yellowbird. Uh, it's all Countach. But you know what sucks is that not sucks. This is the wrong word. What's crazy? Like Zwart did everything. <laughs> I've seen pictures of Zwart at San Agata. In a dumpster. He's literally in a dumpster that a forklift has raised up, and he's hanging over the edge of the dumpster shooting Countach's and LMO2's in 87. Hey, this is going to be fine. You're having espresso, you get in a dumpster. Could you imagine climbing a dumpster at the Lamborghini factory? Like, what the, like, oh, you know, like, like he's done, it's it's one of those, he's like, you know, it's like the Simpsons did it. It's like, oh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. everything you liked as a child. We had... (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember this. It was it, Seinfeld had it in the first couple of seasons. There's that picture. It's a, it's a 9/11 jumping. Yeah, and it had your last name as a license plate. Yeah. So for some reason, the Porsche dealer mailed us one. Lieberman. It was hanging in our laundry room my whole childhood because my my dad loved cars and we, I, you know he let me hang it up in the it's laundry. That room. one. That's, that's that. the one. Yeah, yeah, it's that. That it was hanging in my laundry room my entire. I believe that's the 964 Turbo. Yeah. Right? That, I think Zwart took that picture. He did. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but like my whole life, not only was I reading Road and Track and seeing his stuff, but like every time I walked in the garage, that was staring you dead in the face. Look at the Lieberman. droop on those. Yeah. It almost looks like Dakar. All of those. That <laughs> really one on the does. bottom right, the look at it this way. Yeah. He did all of those. No, all I know. All those famous Porsche Great ads campaigns. from the 90s. That's a, that, Those are all Zwart. And he's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. Not he's a dick. Nice. I know. Yeah. Oh, so wild. There was... I, he did the math for us when he was on the show like three years ago, and he was like, you know, that that period in the '90s when Porsche was losing all that money. He's like, every 911 sold had like three thousand dollars of Zwart marketing value behind <laughs> it, based on what they paid me and what they made. That oh, year. that's so, rad. Yeah. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. What a G. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yes. the car the car will be great, but Donnie's shopping for parts and retro mobile. I mean, hey, French parts for your Italian car? Why not? Why not? He uh, he's he's uh, he called me the other day, and he's very he's very happy with how it's going. And I was like, Donnie, when are you going to take the motor out with the crane so I can come there and video that? And he's like, he's like, I don't know if I want the pressure of, of the video cameras. He's like. He's like, people are hitting me up now because they see me in the videos. He's like, I don't want to. And I go, it's okay. You know, if you don't want to show it, you don't want to show it. He's like, no, I'm going to fucking show it. I'm going to show it. You're going to come. You got to You got to get it. You got to get it. Have you been down to. <laughs> oh, God. I'm on play. His dad was Franco uh, mm. in the Valley. Oh, my God. This is horrible. I love you. Yes. I can't remember your name. It's not. I know who you're talking about. It's, it's like Dom. It's not Dominic. I. I yes, him. It might be. It might be. It's, um, it's not. Anyway. Paul's friend. Yeah. Shit. This I've been I was on a freaking TV show with him. I hate this right he now. He was cool. He's I know what you're talking about. He's cool. But if you go to his shop, he's got a uh a Lamborghini V twelve with transmission out at all times and a Ferrari twelve with a transmission out. Oh, those T R motors yeah. are enormous. Oh, it's when an, you oh take them he out. he had a dude, he has like a dude. Oh my god, I can't believe it. But unlike the Lambo, it's subframe. 
You drop the subframe on the with a Ferrari. With a Ferrari, you take yeah. the whole. You 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 can you take the back bumper off, and then the and then it kind of comes all down together. Yeah. You know, Donnie, it's it's got to come out the top. Yeah. With the shifter lever yeah. in the fucking transmission. Yeah. So the shifter lever has to do a loop de loop. Yeah. Oh, it's wild. You need three people like just to spot it and go back. Three people and an airplane. Anyways, I was there, and he had a dude who's like. A flat 12 Ferrari Colombo guy. Yeah. Most importantly, shout out to Franco's European. Franco's artist. European. Yeah, oh, that's, this, like, that's so bad. Anyways, but there's dude, and he's sitting there. You know what shims are? Like, the, yeah. you know, like one thirty second of an inch shims. And it's this guy who just like lives in the neighborhood who comes over and he's just like shimming away. Oh, it's the shim guy. I guess. I don't know. Apparently, he just, he's just an expert on the flat 12. Franco's mostly does Lambo stuff. Yeah. Um, Wait, he's got he, a cool Diablo. What was he shimming? Uh, was it for just, valve tolerance? Yeah, who knows? Just shit on the engine. I mean, first of all, the engine is as big as your table with the it's transmission. Gi- it's gigantic. <laughs> it's re- I want to oh, switch to the, the other one. Or when you finish, you can try yeah, the Uncle yeah, Nearest. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've you got water two. Me? Water? Please. Oh, yeah. Fine, bitch. Thank God. Sorry. Um, um, that's rad, though. I mean, good for you for getting that thing running. It's important because I... It's not to sell. It's because it, I. It's it's the next twenty years. I wanted to drive. Now that I know how good the Ferrari is, and I'm gonna fucking drive the piss out of that thing. Now it's like, oh, that's what the end result looks like with this. Like, right. And if you've got an '80s car, even if it's low miles, yeah, yeah, everything nice, needs. Yeah, all the, the, the shocks all are the dead. rubber is donezo. Yeah, yeah. Just of course, get, eat the dick and do it because, <laughs> damn. I mean, my car. It's my car was. You know, for a car that I drove to Donnie, you right. know, it was it didn't go there broken. No, you know, well, I mean, was, I, like I, I've probably driven your car before you owned it. I don't know three times, and like it was always it always drove. It never it never stumbled yeah. or anything weird. Yeah, no, it was a tough car. Yeah, yeah. Um, Strong. Also, engine. that we had this funky ass computer in there that was designed, I believe, or not designed, but programmed, I believe, to make the thing pass smog. Which if by which going through my service records was a very fun adventure. Turns out this car wouldn't pass smog in any fucking state. <laughs> yeah, 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 there was yeah, nothing yeah. you could do. Right, right, right. It's not pass Well, smog. it also had when I drove it, I feel like it had like weird exhaust on it, right? It has a Bertoni exhaust. Yeah, yeah so V twelve engineering, Al Bertoni exhaust. Okay. That has nothing to do with it. That's after the cats. Oh, that is after the yeah, cats. Yeah, okay, so it still cats. has cats? No. Oh yeah, okay, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was gonna say, well, does but yours, even with the cats, it didn't pass best bug. Do, does yours still do with? You haven't seen it with a new computer because what I loved about we we did the thing where David drove it down to Palm Springs and it was like February, so yeah. it was coldish, and left it overnight. And so I in the morning got the cold started, yeah, and it went like you know. <laughs> And it was like it spent like two minutes at like a very high idle at I, it got yeah, warm, an and ice then it cold dropped. start. Yeah, it 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 idles at two thousand yes. for about a minute, yeah, and then, and then it drops drop. to you know. F- I, it, it even even stock, it's supposed to idle at about fourteen hundred. Oh, okay, it's a very high idle. Yeah. So and I, I and I confirmed, you know, I thought for some, you know, it seemed high, and so I talked to John Tamarian and all the curated guys, and I, when this was when Vinny was working down there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like. Check every Countach. Where are these supposed to idle? And he was like, 1300 to 1500 I was like, oh, fucking great. Perfect. But is that 2000 thing normal? Yes. Okay, that's just yeah. cold start. oil. It's cold start. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like, and when you start it, it does this really cool thing where you can hear it fire 
one cylinder at a time. Oh, it's the greatest. Yeah. And it was pop, pop, pop. And, I'm not and even... I thought that was bad. Yeah. And then I read Harry Metcalf's review, and he talked about the symphony of individual pops. And I was right. like, yes, uh, that means it works. So, because I'm like, you know, I, obviously, like a good sounding car is a good sounding car. But, you know, I, to me, it's like, yeah, they're all kind of just loud, whatever. But I remember that Countach when it was like, doing that cold start. Oh, I was like, it's oh, fucking great. Like, That's like a real. It's a snarl. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really a aggressive. fucking nice snarl. But then I was like, the rest of the car is kind of. <laughs> but like I said, still my favorite No, car. no. I mean, like, look, I'm not. I don't need to defend the dynamics of it. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it. And, and I mean, I remember I remember uh, years ago, I was, I was driving around in a Valentino Balboni with Valentino Balboni. And uh, I probably told this story We're before. We're getting some parts from him. Oh yeah, he's in. A, he's got a vintage Lambo parts business now. Of course he side does. Hustle. Of course he does. Yeah, but uh, we were like, you know, we were stuck in traffic, and like, there's only you know, the Valentino Baboni Gallardo was fine. It was very cool. Rear drive stick shift, rear drive Gallardo. Yeah, it was cool. But you know, you run. Out, we're sitting in like Beverly Hills traffic, not moving. You run out of stuff to talk about. So I was like, how do I salvage this? Tell me about the first time you saw the Countach. And he's like, oh, the Countach. It's a spaceship. And he's like, you know, the Countach. He goes, the power, the handling, the, bra- the brakes. Yeah, he yeah. Across. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with those little ass wheels, you can't, the brakes are not good. Yeah, no, no. But he also, oh, can I tell this story? I can tell this story. He's not going to care. Uh, he was saying, I think it was a Mura. He said he delivered a Mura to San Francisco, and the guy lived near Lombard Street and the crazy twisty part. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're, they're like on their 10th bottle of wine and the guy's like, there's no way you could drive down Lombard Street at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> and Boney's like, yes, there is. <laughs> Whatever speed it was. Some the ridiculous... statute of limitations is over on this one. But I yeah. mean, he told me this story like over 12 years ago. <laughs> so I've held it off a podcast till now. Yeah. But like, yeah, he was telling me like wasted, like, you know, in the in the 60s. If you're Italian in the 60s, somehow it's okay. <laughs> like, you know? And, by learned. the way, I mean, you're maybe not old, but like drunk driving wasn't a thing until about 1985. Yeah. No, I know. Everybody was yeah. And if you wasted. go to certain states, it's still kind yeah, of... Yeah, Louisiana is not I mean, they, they, there are, can you believe that there are still states where you can drive with an open container? Yeah, Texas. That's crazy. I think Texas, you can have an open beer. That's, that's crazy. That's where 24-ounce cans come from. It's <laughs> crazy. I was, in, I was in Louisiana one time. They have these, like, daiquiri drive through which is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... Birthday cake yeah, mix seen, with Everclear. I mean, it's just garbage. <laughs> yeah. And we went, and um, they, I remember they they hand us these, and it's like sixty four ounce styrofoam cups <laughs> full of grain alcohol. And uh, they hand us these, and they have little paper over the top of the straw, so it's not an open container. Oh, really? That that counts? The and, straw, uh, the no, paper? On yeah, the straw? that's not open. It's not an open <laughs> container. And I remember, and we got like there was like you know five of six of us in this car. And you know, and then sixty-four oh ounces. God. I mean, the big, you know, and uh, the smoking tire does not condone any of this well, alleged behavior. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, this is this is this is what years ago, fifteen years. God, I'm old. Fourteen years ago, but uh, I remember we turned to the lady. We're like, "Can we drink these in the car?" And she goes, "I don't see why not." <laughs> <laughs> And we're drinking. It was like I had like Snoop was the flavor of my drink. Oh my you got God. your hands and thumbs, don't you? I, we're driving around Donaldsonville, Louisiana, and like that's, that's what we do. And it was it was and every and the other thing I think I think this is true. I could be out of date in Louisiana. If you get pulled for drunk driving, 
it's like it's the 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 penalty is the federal minimum, uh-huh. and this is just so they can get matching highway money. So it's like fifty bucks. What? Yeah. It's like, it, it's nothing. We're going to need a lawyer to confirm that. Yeah, but, this is as, but, as of a while ago. I mean, it used to be in Montana, you know, not not drunk. Montana driving. was, yeah. If you got a speeding ticket, it was five bucks, yeah. and it was good for 24 hours. So if you got pulled over again, you just showed them the ticket. <laughs> like, oh, yep, I'm, it's already paid. Yes. The fine, the fine in Louisiana... For, for your first DUI conviction is three hundred to a thousand dollars. Wow, that's imprisonment, so cheap. Imprisonment ten days to six months, depending on things. Okay, of I'm a little under. Uh, but in California, it's like ten grand, mm-hmm. and, and I think it ruins your life. It's like ten grand, mm-hmm. including like the court fees and the penalties. But it ruins your life. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. It's like, and I mean, look, I'm not against it, but, but yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm against drunk driving. Don't drive drunk. A, don't yeah, drive don't drunk. drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so crazy it's a, that these are the laws in place. Yeah, yeah. but it, but I remember like when in I think it was about eighty. 584 when these it suddenly was a thing like it wasn't i mean first of all seatbelts weren't even a thing before yeah, no, then. No, no. yeah and people would drive wasted yeah and then like suddenly and then they like escort you give you a ride home yeah yeah and, but it, it became illegal so it was it was probably always frowned upon yeah cops weren't but into there was it. a lot of do you think you can get home mr johnson like there was <laughs> yeah. a lot of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, in, yeah. You know, in the 50s and stuff yeah and then you know it's still in small towns it's like let me drive you home yeah. <laughs> which that would be nice but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down to 405, yeah. Uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, I know certain towns where they do that. You know? um, are you going to go to the NASCAR race this weekend? No, because I'm going to be in Bahrain. What's in Bahrain? The Aston Martin Valkyrie is in Bahrain. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. You get to, you get to drive it. Yeah, I get to drive the it. The road version. Six laps. Really? Six God laps. Damn. Three and three, baby. Three and three. That's crazy. I was trying to figure out. I was talking to Jethro because I think Jethro's coming out. What is the like six laps is pretty low. <laughs> that's a that's a small number that's of laps. Sm- What's the mm-hmm. most you've flown for the least amount of laps? I I can tell you straight away. Yeah, there's there's two and it's a and it's a tie mostly. Uh, one you were there for, uh, Portugal Aventador SVJ. Oh, that was like lap. Well, how, how many laps? Is we that? I I personally did seven laps of Estoril, and I did three more than you did because yeah. I specifically requested video video time. I was doing video too, but I also distinctly remember like hitting the brakes on that straight, and there was no traction <laughs> on that track. And I love they Lamborghini. Just it. I love I love Lamborghini. I love Maurizio Lambos. Can't fucking break in a straight line to save their lives. They cannot do high speed braking. I I found that for for a reason. I mean the car was the car was cool, cool, cool. It was cool. That track you know, sucked that day. The track sucked that day because yeah. they just repaved it. It was greasy. It, it was shit. glass. It was yeah. like driving on glass. It was sketchy. Yeah, it was. But uh, you were there, and yeah. a couple other people that I really liked were there, it was and, a great I, and trip. I remember enjoying myself. Well, despite that ratio, remember we had gin and tonics bigger than our skulls, fish bowls <laughs> with, uh, with cigars. We had great and that, Cuban and that, cigars, and we oh, had fish bowls of gin and tonic. And that Saudi guy who was amazing, I forget oh, his name. The Saudi guy, he was, like, he was, was like, like Abdullah. I don't know, but he was awesome. He was great. <laughs> yeah. He was great. Uh, so there was that, and yeah. then there was the Audi R8 GT that I did recently, which I went to Spain. For and I got six laps oh. of a not Formula One rated track. Okay, well this yeah. is an F one track, and Bahrain's uh, fucking far, dude. Bahrain's far. That's yeah. ba- it's almost the farthest place you could go from Los Angeles. It's, it's, it's seventeen up. hours. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but is it? But it's direct. Whoa. No, 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 no. 
through. Where do you go through? Uh, all right, this is a long story. I'm going to keep very brief. There was many terrible options. One of them got me to Istanbul, but I had a lot of people, but with a tight connection. And I asked, and everyone's like, that's, Habibi, no. That's the largest <laughs> airport in the world by a factor of a thousand. Wait, wait, is it? In I don't Istanbul. Know, that's, that's what many people, including my wife, who's been there, it's told the me. the largest airport in the world. Well, it might. I don't know if it's the largest, but it, it might also seem like the largest just because of the layout. But they're like, you'll never make a tight connection in Istanbul. And I, I, I have to check a bag. That I believe. I have to check a bag. Yeah, because of racing up. gear, right? Yes. Yeah. So. Um, Do you want to try the uncle nearest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, the airport has six runways. Uh, wow, it fucking it six? Up, six runways? <laughs> it takes up Thank eight, God for Zach. Can we see it? 820 million Can we get it on Google Maps? 820 million square feet. Oh, my God, really? Okay, maybe. So that, can we, can we wait, see wait, it on wait, Google wait, Maps, Zach, say it again, say it again. It's the world's largest what? Some experts say is the world's largest yeah. airport. Okay, so I had I had. I saw that I didn't believe you, but like, wow. I had several people tell me this because I looked at the flight and I was like, that was the best way to go. So it's 14 hours to Turkey, then an hour to Bahrain from, from Istanbul. But I had, including my wife, they're like, you'll never make a tight connection. I, you'll you, never do it. She's probably right. Yeah. Um, Ooh, let's get a satellite view. Look at that motherfucker. That's a big, oh, that's a city. Wow. That's bigger than, uh, that's, a that's bigger beast. than Manhattan. <laughs> Dude, look at the, <laughs> the like look at the scale. It's like four miles horizontally. Okay, yeah. So wow. <laughs> that's a beast. Of so I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm doing, I'm doing L.A. Heathrow, Heathrow, Bahrain. So okay, Heathrow's okay for a connection. So it's a, yeah, it's not it's, on the way. Not on the way at all. <laughs> I'm doing a 10-hour flight and a six-and-a-half-hour flight. And with how long of a layover? Oh, uh, two, three hours. Not, not okay, bad at all. Okay. Not bad at all. I'll get like an hour. you be so, able to use the toilet in the lounge. I've, I've said this a million times, but the, but the, the Dakar yeah. was... Oh, I heard it was horrible. LA, I mean, look, it wasn't, it was, it was LAX <laughs> to JFK. Yeah. JFK to Lisbon. Yeah. Land at 8 a.m. Yeah. Stay the day and the night in Wor Lisbon. Worst places to be. But no, yeah. it was lovely. Yeah. It was lovely. Oh, I love Lisbon. But then fly to Morocco the next day. Right. On a charter. On a her. charter. Yeah. 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 Drive the car. Good, good charter, bad charter. Fine charter. <laughs> I've it been was, on the bad charter. I know. No, no, it was, fine, it, was a, it was one of those Embraers, okay. like a regional jet, where was, it's one seat on one side and two on the other side. I was on a Scottish charter. <laughs> leave it at that. It was it was totally fine. Okay. It, but, yeah, yeah. but you know, land at noon. Yeah. Drive <laughs> the, drive the in car prayer. in the afternoon. <laughs> stay the night. Drive the car in the morning. And then reverse the whole yeah. thing. No, I heard, I, by awful, I heard it was just very time intensive. It was just long. It was long yeah, as fuck. Yeah, 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 it was long as fuck. But we got a lot. We did get a lot. Luke, Luke was like, yeah, I know it's long. You're gonna get a bunch of seat time. Yeah, and yeah, it's gonna yeah. be cool as shit. And he wasn't lying. Did he you was do right. anything good in Lisbon? I meet so Scott Evans yeah. from Motor Trend. Yeah, respect. Oh yeah. Do you do you know that he is like an expert on Lisbon? I didn't know that, but he I know he knows more about wine than anybody in the industry. He. <laughs> He was. I was like, "Hey, Scott. Like, we we flew together. Yeah, uh, along with Dan Edmonds, who is great. Love Dan. Love Dan Edmonds. Also, the guy you want to have off road. Yeah. No, he was. He, he was, knows everything. So Dan and Scott shared a car, and then I uh, shared a car with. Um, oh God, damn it! Um, the guy from Franco's. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Damien. Uh, no, I'm, oh, <laughs> no but I, I think Christ. from Franco's Damien. Um, oh. Sorry, oh, I'm gonna. 
I'm going to remember this. To say. What what he, what? He was great. We've drank a lot. It was free. He was freelance. He was writing for like three or four. He used oh. to be with uh, CNET. Um, Tim Stevens. Yes. Very good, and thank you. Tim and Stevens is a very I nice gentleman. I am very sorry to Tim yeah, yeah. Stevens for not immediately he's got, remembering He's got him. a, he's, yeah, he's, uh, yes. He was great. Yeah, he's he was great. great. He was great. a great, great co-driver. Yeah. A lot, a great driver and a very nice he guy. He's a good driver. He yeah. actually is a good driver. But we yeah. got to Lisbon, and I was like, I, I, I've been traveling for a while. I want to go walk around the city. Scott, you want to go for a walk? And he's like, okay. Just like, all right, I'll take a walk. We started walking. It turns out this motherfucker knows everything about Lisbon. He's like, and that is the da 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 And that so, is the da da And so, now we're in the And I was like, I'm sorry. Do you know everything So about Scott this? and his wife, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. But, uh, oh, God, what's Hardstark or Instagram? Anyways, when they go on vacation, these fuckers go on vacation. And they, they like... Do ever I'm, and I'm always like, how do you do this? And she's like, oh, I plan it for years, and yeah, and he, he was a he was a professional grade yeah. tour guide. No, Scott's amazing. And, our, and I we walked like six yeah. or seven miles. I almost bought a Speedmaster. <laughs> really? I, I oh, al- oh, he told me about this. You yeah. were close. I almost bought a Speedmaster. Yeah, you were like, I didn't, but I almost did. Yeah. He and told I, me he told me about this. We were talking about watches <laughs> the other day, and he was like, I don't know why Farad. He was like. Because uh, I, was, I was showing him some Omega something. Yeah. He's like, Farron almost bought one of those in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, I, we went into the boutique. Oh, because you have a vintage one. I have a vintage that one. That you haven't sold. I'm not going to sell it, as it You're turns not out. not going to sell it. So uh, story about the vintage Speedmaster. So so I wore it to Pebble Beach. I, I, I got it. It's a 1966, what they call a pre-moon Speedmaster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know the one. Sure, yeah. So, by the way, that's a... Very different beverage. That is a very different beverage. And frankly, I don't love it. Um, That is like drinking (laughs) candy corn. Yeah. Do you like it? I'm I'm gonna. gonna I might pour it back out and go back to Middleton. Delicious. I'm gonna say this. It's going. If we can switch. If we can switch to booze for a second. This is five times better than the Uncle Nearest I drank in Tennessee. <laughs> five times worse than the Irish. This is. I'm gonna. Doctor. I'm gonna stick with it. It's. It's Good so sweet. It's kind of shocking. But it's, so this, this, the Uncle. Hang on. Well, it really makes me appreciate the Middleton very rare. When I lot. stop talking, we go back to watches. Okay. Okay. So the Uncle Nearest thing is there was a guy named Uncle Nearest who. Uh, was a black guy who helped uh, Jack Daniels. He was like the master distiller at the Jack Daniels back okay, in the I, now day. Now I remember this story. Yeah, yes, and like his right. great great granddaughter, I want to say, fired up a distillery. Uh. Um, you know, and and, and it, it was it's a true story. Like he was written out of history, and he was the guy who came up with like Jack Daniels the recipe. Right, and he was you know, and they called him Uncle Nearest, and uh, you know, and this this happens all the time. Um, but I was all excited to try it, and I had some. I was in Tennessee in the middle of nowhere, but we found this, like, nice gastro pubby. If you can imagine a gastro pub in Tennessee, so, like, it was <laughs> don't, don't Google it. <laughs> but it, and it wasn't like, we weren't in Nashville. We were in, like, you know, June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Where's your horns? Yeah, you are, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, and it was awful. I was so disappointed. But this, I will say, is better. It's but compared but had, to this bottle, I mean, yeah. I grabbed two random no, bottles no, no. from my locker. I've never had I, anything that tastes like this, Uncle Nearest. It's not horrible, but it's odd. It's definitely different. It's it's can it's candy. Okay, so let me yeah. tell you the watches, Speedmaster watches, story. Watches. So I I bought this. Um, this is weird. Yeah, I bought this vintage Speedmaster from Craft and Tailored. 
I loved how it looked. I loved the patina. 1966 Speedmaster. They're fantastic, yeah. And Speedmaster people are like the nerdiest of watch people. Because there's 130,000 different the fucking, variants. And the references are like the goddamn Dewey Decimal System, <laughs> and it's yeah. awful. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I just liked how this one looked. Yeah, sure. And it was a very reasonable sure. price, and great. I bought it. I've broken it twice. The because first time, the, I, 60s the, and very, it's made of the gum. very first yeah. day I had it, I pulled the crown out of it to when I was winding it. <laughs> awesome, really? Yep. Craft and Taylor took care of it. Okay. They took it to their yeah, watchmaker yeah, yeah. and they they fixed it. They took care yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I wore it. I've worn it. You know, sporadically. Um, I've never seen you wear it. So yeah, I wear I wear it pretty yeah. sporadically. I wore it to Pebble Beach for a week when I went to Pebble Beach, and I felt really cool wearing this vintage watch. And I got a lot of compliments on it. It's got great patina. I was wearing it a couple weeks ago, and one of the chrono pushers came out and fucking flew across the room. It sprung across the room, and one of my cats went chasing after it. And I was like, Cricket, fucking no, don't don't eat the fucking pusher. I found it, and I found the spring on the floor, too. Oh, that's good, yeah. Which was, like, amazing. Yeah. So I went to my, uh, my guy. Um, shout out to Marina Bay Watch Company. I love them. They're the just. Where are they? On Lincoln and Venice in Marina uh, Del Rey. Find one near downtown. I'm sorry, Go Lincoln ahead. and Washington. Excuse me. No, it's huh? Still too far. Uh, it's it's nowhere near me. Go ahead. It's Go nowhere ahead. near you. Yeah. But great people. Okay. And, and yeah. they do my servicing and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I took it there. And he takes it apart and he's looking at it. Okay, we can fix this. No problem. It it also needs a service. Fine. No problem. Needs a service. I posted pictures on Instagram because I wanted to shout out these good people at Marina Bay Watch Company. And a Speedmaster nerd Uh comes out of the woodwork. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. A Speedmaster nerd. (laughs) Uh And goes, hey, man, just just so you know, the reason your pusher came off is because it's a service pusher and the OEM pushers – from this period are called fat neck pushers and they're more robust and they will stay there. Ah. And I go, oh, okay, okay cool, good yeah, to know. And yeah. he goes, I have, he's a he's a watch dealer. Well, of course he, goes, he is. I have a set <laughs> of new old stock fat neck pushers for 1966. And I go, cool, I will buy those. And um, we're talking about literally the buttons for a chronograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buttons, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? Oh, God. $850. What? <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. And he goes, I, they're expensive. They are like unobtainium. And I go, let me think about let it. Let me research let this. Let me think about it. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. goes, all right. And he this goes, is like the seats from, you know, Ricaro seats from yeah, like yeah. the 1970, yeah. whatever. It's like $14,000. Yeah, $850 for those little buttons. Little tiny yeah, little yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. pieces of metal. I just got a $120 Seiko that has four of them. I know. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I buy a whole watch yeah. for fucking two hundred bucks uh, for so, eight fifty. You actually get a pretty good, <laughs> a nice watch. custom Seiko, a nice, really watch. custom, yeah. now. like really. So go to work. So yeah, yeah. he goes, but he goes, but listen, us Speedmaster nerds are really into this stuff. And he goes, let me tell you about your watch. Your watch is a very rare reference. Uh-oh. It was made. For a couple of months, oh shit! In 1966, oh, Jesus Christ! It has very specific markings on the case. It has very specific markings on the dial, and it is the watch. This series that was made from like April to June in 1966 is 
the same as Neil Armstrong's right, so, watch. So did you did you it's PayPal the, or the, Venmo? Them? It's, well, I haven't got there yet. It's the this this, this reference is the actual watch, moon watch is the the watch that went to the moon with Neil Armstrong. Right. And Neil Armstrong's watch is the same kind. And I go so. You're okay, you're zillion dollars. Well, yeah. no, no, well, well, I'm getting there. Oh, I'm yeah, getting there. Yeah, yeah. So my watch also has service hands. It doesn't have the original right, hands. Yeah, I saw that. Hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So my watch has some is fr- is of this reference, but it's got some service. He goes, send me the serial number on the movement, and we'll see if it's if it's close to Neil Armstrong's watch. Could you imagine if this was your life? <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, it's man, some, some real nerdy shit. So, so I go. Okay, here's this. I got photos. Here's a serial number. Right. right. Well, it it turns out that I think that that it has a service movement in it Ooh. from about two years later, from oh, 1968. So it's worth nothing. So, well, no, that's not necessarily. Not no, nothing. because it's the watch that, yeah. that Jimmy it's, wore to the it's, moon. Yeah, right. It's the correct <laughs> movement. It's 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 the correct movement. It's not yeah. the wrong movement. Right, right, But it right. seems like it has a certain, seems. So this Speedmaster nerd, shout out to Chrono underscore Holic on Instagram. <laughs> Hell he's yeah. A, he's the Speedmaster nerd. Wow. Shout out to him. And he goes, I'm going to order you an extract from the Omega archives. An extract is like a Carfax for a watch. Sure. That says, here's the number of your case, the number of your dial. And, here's what it should and he goes, be. Yeah. He goes, there's two options. One, your watch has a service movement in it. Two, your watch is some freak show from Omega that has some super special movement and it came that way in which case it's worth a fortune and you know what that really means is like hey Sven like yeah, I, yeah. I, where's my movement uh, here <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe yeah maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. so anyway the uh, it's not worth spending this crazy money unless it's a totally original watch if it is a totally original watch I'll spend the fucking 850 on the pushers worst otherwise hobby, worst hobby ever Go otherwise ahead. I'll get the stupid <laughs> service pushers by the way I bought this watch with service pushers and I don't fucking know anything right. and I don't how care. would you and it's fine how would any normal so person that's, that's where we're at who's this like dumb, this married is the, yeah. no <laughs> this is the dumbest <laughs> hobby in the world yeah, yeah. By the oh way. yeah without question yeah. but it it if you once you fucking it's we're, what we're talking about here is numbers stamped on a movement inside of a sealed case yeah. that nobody can see ever see except the person who wants to buy this thing eventually maybe okay so he goes what do you want to do and I go I want you to fix the watch and put it back together so I can wear it that's all I care about it looks great it's it's it looks like it's a fucking the moon watch blah, 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 whatever right fine so that's where we're at with this dumb watch but did you get the 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 the, the car facts? no two to four weeks two to four weeks oh, for omega wow. this was yesterday oh, oh, and it's two oh, to four oh. weeks to get the to get the thing i will report back when i have the i'm extract. just not i got like a nice strap that <laughs> i'm not even in the same realm <laughs> this is my only vintage watch. Right, okay, fair I'm, enough. Fair I'm, enough. I, I don't like vintage watches because I break them. I, I beat the look, shit out of my watches. That's why I wear this, because you can stop a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, look, this is a very nice Rolex. I love it very much. It was a wedding gift for my father. It's scratched to shit. Yeah, of course. Because, of course it is, because I'm a klutz. Well, that's why like, you need this, because it's made of uh, uh, tegumented submarine steel, so you cannot look, scratch, scratch. And we're, it's we're both Seiko people. I love my Seikos. Like, I'm getting another I, I just bought a Seiko $120 but I'm getting another custom Seiko made like from a, who oh from, from uh, uh, Cody yeah uh, LA he's great. yeah LA he's great. I should learn he actually has a watch Instagram account 
and I should learn the name of it, but I refuse to because he's L.A. Car Spotter. Yeah, but um, Car Spotter. He's yeah. a good dude. But he's yeah, a very he's a solid guy. I like the guy a lot, and he's um, he's good. He's good. I love he's a custom slow, Seiko. I love good. a. I, 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 it's not about. It's not snobbery. But like, I, I the reason I don't have vintage watches is because they're too fragile. They're pain for me. in the ass. But this one in particular, I, I. So anyway, to go circle back, I, yeah, I said to Scott. When we were in Portugal, <laughs> that's where we started. I said to yeah. Scott in Portugal, I just broke this Speedmaster. I shouldn't fucking have it. It's too fragile. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to buy this one. And then I thought about how much time I spent doing I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Morocco, and then we're going to come back through Lisbon. Yeah. And if I still want it then. It's there. It's there, and I'm going to buy it Did they, ac- they actually had a oh, Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, Omega. Yeah, it's, not yeah. it's not Rolex. We went yeah. into Rolex, and I was like, what do you got? And they go, I'm going to laugh at you now. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was but, at Harrods in London recently, yeah. and non uh, women's watches. Yeah. They had a Yachtmaster two, yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, not the Sky King, the Airmaster, uh, uh, Air King. Air, well, not the Air King, the Sky Air, Dweller. Sky Dweller. Oh, Sky Dweller. Sorry, Dweller, sorry, yeah. sorry. That's it. Those yeah. are the two watches, which yeah. are obscure ass Rolex. Yeah, they don't have they don't have stock, and they'll laugh at you if you ask for anything. But no, we asked for all kinds of stuff. So you know. yeah, so yeah. I, I I went I we went back to Portugal. I said, you know what? I said I, I, I'm going to fix the one I have, and I'm going to wear that one, and I'm not going to. And but blow new, money new Speedmasters are still relatively affordable. I mean, it's like like five grand, four grand, uh, five grand with exchange rate, which was favorable. Yeah, uh, it would have cost me sixty one hundred out the door. I mean, that's for a marquee. I thought about how much time I spent and was putting into this Dakar film, and I went, I'm on a negative equity run right now. You're already on negative Blowing equity. Blowing money then, yeah. on a watch while I'm here is the dumbest thing I could fucking so do. I was, when I was at Harrods, uh, so my next <laughs> big stupid purchase is going to be a Panerai. I don't care what anyone says, I'm going to buy a Panerai. I want to see your safe when I go to your house. <laughs> I need to verify this. <laughs> Scott told me Matt, there's Matt's no speed. Scott, no, Scott told me he didn't buy it. There's no Speedmaster, and, and, and he was like, <laughs> Scott was surprised you didn't buy it. I, I was it, when I sat down on the stool, yeah. and took my Seiko off and put it on that velvet tray. Oh yeah, Scott looked at me like this is going to be an expensive day. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're, Scott's not, he's not a cheapskate, but he's he's he's, he's an Eagle Scout and he's frugal. So yeah, he, he 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 like prevents you from doing bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I learned, if I had been there, he prevented me from doing bad things. But yeah. I learned a ton about Lisbon. Yeah. yeah, no, but um, so I'm gonna buy a Panerai. But I was I was, I was at Harrods. And we Now's to, the time to buy a Panerai. Stop it! But I, I, we went to the we went to the Panerai shop, and like you know they have ten thousand of these things. Yeah. But there was one that was just like no, it's just just exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And it was like. The week for the first time in forever that the pound was worth less than the dollar. Oh yeah! So it was now like we're talking. It was like eleven thousand pounds, ten thousand nine hundred ninety-eight dollars, and I was like, "Fuck!" And a like, lot of money and, for and, a Panerai. Well, that's what that's what they cost. Yeah. Anyway, and so Schaefer was there, and he's like, "Buy it, buy it, buy it, <laughs> buy it, buy it," and I was just like, and I almost, I didn't do it, thank God, because like I want a Panerai, but I don't need a Panerai. You know, and uh, and then it turned out I got my uh, my tax. Um, <clears throat> so you know that Pikes Peak race. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about if you want to do Pikes Peak, everyone listening. So you know, I, I raised 
$60,000 and I, I spent about 70. You raised $60,000. Yeah, 60000 wow, for you. Well, hang on. I spent about 70. I, I can't remember if it was 72 or 75, but wow. that was my spend. And then my accountant goes, Oh, hey, you made a lot of money this year. Like that, that extra is 60. And I go, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I spent all that. He goes, We got to pay taxes on it. Oh, and I just no. never thought about it. I just never fucking oh, thought about it. No. Oh, yeah. You need to create Johnny Lieberman Racing Fund. So I needed about, you know, a third of 60,000, which I 20. just hadn't planned for. No, wait. And I'm not, I'm certainly not an accountant and I'm bad at all that. Yeah. But is there. Is it because you're an individual and not a company? I was a company. This is a company. I, th- that was, doesn't was, count as a company expense? You're not going to write off $60,000 for racing. <laughs> I mean, it is if you're creating content out of it. I, anyway, I, I, I went over all these arguments. Okay. And he was like, no, you got to pay 20 whatever, 30%. Oh, that's shitty. Oh, it, was, it broke my heart. It just broke yeah, my heart. Yeah, shitty. Anytime, for kids listening, anytime you have to dip into savings to pay taxes, is misery. It's just the worst misery, feeling in the world. Yeah. It's just especially for something that's not that you don't own that was an experience. It's an experience. That's yeah. Ethereal. Yeah. And then my wife was sitting there and she's like, "You asshole." Yeah, <laughs> like, that you sucks, know, man. Yeah, cuz she she cuz you know, I had to tell her the other day like what the monthly payment for the Rivian was for various reasons and she was like, "What?" For various oh, reasons. Oh, really? And I'm like, "We bought a $96,000 truck, you know, with taxes." She's yeah. like, "We did?" <laughs> I was like, oh well, last year it was worth one ten for a minute. Well, it was one thirty five. Ooh, one thirty. I should have sold. You know, it. I yeah. was just at the Concourse Club in Miami, which was a lovely place. Yeah, lovely. Have you been down there? Yeah, I have. Lovely place. Lovely yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic I, I, facility. Yeah. Um, I drove a really cool car. Can you I, talk about the car? I drove the a night the nineteen fifty three Cunningham C five R third oh. place at Le Mans Revs did, Institute did car. You? Yeah. I have many questions, but okay, it was awesome, Cunningham. But Zach. about about the truck, <laughs> yeah. about the about the the track. Yeah, <clears throat> membership three hundred seventy five thousand, and then and then thirty thousand a year. After right, that. right, right, right. You know, and I was like, holy mother of God! And he goes, you know what it costs to race Daytona as a gentleman for one weekend. <laughs> You know, and I was that. like, and I was like, good point. He's like, he's like, he's like, this is, a, you know, this is a thing that, uh, that yeah. is, that is, you well, know. Somebody uh, told me years ago what it costs to actually do a season of Ferrari Challenge. Oh, it's fucking crazy. I, I want to say like 20 million. <laughs> and I was oh, like, shit. I was like, Bleh. and they're like, well, you know, your car is 747 to six continents. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, at a certain point, it's like, you know, you and I are mortals. Oh, my God. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm yeah. very fortunate and, yeah. and like. Hey, hey. For, but like, for, for what I do, the f- yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like, there's a level oh. that we don't even know about. <laughs> I'm aware of that level, <laughs> yeah. but I like, I'm like, but we what? can't even do the math. Imagine no, spending no. 20 million and then not getting first place. Not because when you buy it, <laughs> you should win. But if, you, if, if someone does a full season and they get 18th, and I'm not saying racing's easy, but I, yeah. Zach, would be crestfallen because yeah. of well, the like literal investment and into che- that. Check ah. my math, but I believe that was the number because it's like you do a bunch of races you go to all these crazy tracks but 20 sounds high but i bet it's a fucking fortune well, like you know like you, you buy the, so first of all if you you, <laughs> you know you have the honor of buying the oh i don't know what they cost now half million for a challenge car yeah 
Okay. Well, you can only service it at Ferrari uh, approved mm -hmm. Ferrari dealers. You have to hire a coach. You have to hire like a five person pit crew. Um, you know, you got to schlep the thing around hotels, meals, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like if you're writing like, the check for the whole team, yeah, yeah your numbers were off. According to a website that, uh, whatever, okay. um, cost is 600 grand to a million a year, not including the car. And that, that is like test days, crash damage, other costs. I oh. feel like a dude now, told me be, it was 20, but okay. This, now, this this isn't specific enough because this could also just be like for the techs and the team. Like you said, that's not counting flights. It's not counting your like hotel that. and your, I mean, but yeah. still, if you're not spending $19 million on that. Well, Unless you're flying yeah. a private jet, then you are. Well, yeah. But, um, I, okay, man. I, but I, anyway, totally, anyway it, so it's, it's, only, it's only a couple million for a year. 90% of the people who drive race cars, 95% yeah. of the people who drive race cars, Racing is fuck all expensive. Oh, it's insane! It's insanely expensive. I could. I mean, when I did Pikes. Like I knew it'd be. And I remember. I remember Zwart. He said Pikes is tough because that's a very total. limited amount of seat time. Not only that, but I remember Zwart's like, "You got to raise sixty thousand dollars," and I'm like, "For what?" You know. <laughs> and he should have said seventy five thousand because that would have almost that that would have covered it, not counting that you got to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. So wait, you, was your total cost seventy five or was it one seventy five? Okay, I thought you were adding sixty one. No, 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 no. It was I I and I can't remember honestly. I can't remember seventy two or seventy five thousand, but I, I had to kick in out of my money. Which, you know, hey, glad I had it. Very yeah, privileged yeah, to be able to but, do all this shit. But I was like, what? Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, I'm trying to think. Like, you have to rent. And you don't own the car. You don't own the, oh, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, Porsche Motorsports hooked me up. It's yeah. like a $50,000 rental I didn't have to pay for. Yeah. You know what I mean? To rent the car for all those weeks that it was out in, in Colorado. And they shipped it back and forth for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's um, another enormous, it's probably double. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, but like. Uh, we had to rent. I can't remember. I think it was nitrogen. We uh, rent nitrogen. No, for, for the, the there was a, there was a tank you had to have to run the jacks. Uh -huh. It was on air, yeah, but it, yeah. was, it yeah. wasn't oxygen. It was like I think it was nitrogen. Yeah, probably. And that was like a thousand bucks for the tank. <laughs> I had to rent oxygen, which wasn't cheap. Yeah, uh, everything was insane. You yeah, it's crazy. It was like yeah. it was it was it was all kinds of nuts. Yeah, and uh, and and that. When, it, when my, you know, and I just didn't even think of it. And my accountant reality like, set in real quick. And, and you know, you, I mean, you're married. You get this. Like, you know, the guy's like, oh, you made a lot of money this year. And I'm like, yeah. I did? He's like, well, what's this? You've had like $60,000 worth of deposits into your business account, which you didn't have last year. I was like, yeah. Well, but the, the, yeah. he's like, well, you got to pay taxes, idiot. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, I, again, not a tax accountant, but like. It's to me, to me, the well, if it was but, the smoking tire, if the smoking tire, the company decided to race Pike Peak, Pike's yeah, Peak, yeah. and create content about that, everything associated with that is a business and expense. He, and, and it was, but you, it's still when you get sponsorship, right? The checks come in addressed to your corporation. Yeah, and the expenses and that goes go into out your, from the corporation. Yeah, but that goes into your account, and you pay business tax on money you deposit. Yeah, but you deduct the expenses from your income. Listen, I'm no accountant. All I'm going to say is, like... I don't pay taxes on my gross income. I pay taxes on my fucking net income in a business. Yeah, listen, all I'm going to tell you is this. If I would have bought that Panerai, <laughs> 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 I would have had to, like, sell 
sell crypto or something. Oh, no. Like, I, it would have been bad. It would have been, it was like, like thank God I didn't f- frippantly, with Schaefer whispering in my ear like a little satanic bastard, like, buy it. You need it. That's you. That's your watch. Like, it, I'm really glad I had that. No, little, like, I own the smoking tire, right? And I own West Side Collector But you pay taxes. I pay taxes on the profit of the business. I don't pay taxes on the gross income. Uh, look, I, we have business uh, expenses, uh, and that doesn't come yeah. out of my. I don't pay taxes uh, on that. But but again, like uh, he deducted what he could deduct, and you know there was an extra sixty grand. That's uh, that someone's. <laughs> what I'm thinking is. Someone's accountant is doing this wrong on one side well, of this table. I'm going to say this. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've, had my account, I've, had, I've had my accountant for 22 years, and I haven't been audited. I just so. no. I just <laughs> I love so, the guy. Something sounds off about that. Shout to me. out to Adam. Right? It does. It, those are those are that's business income and business expenses. It does not sound like you should. It sounds like you should be able to fucking deduct that entire experience. Well, to uh, me. Listen, I, I could maybe talk to him, but it was anyways. Was, Let me tell you something. The commenters are going to have a lot of advice for you. Uh, you know, your commenters are my favorite people on earth, so I can't oh, wait to hear their sage brutal. advice. They're fucking brutal. Oh, Let's man. move on. But that's, yeah. I'm sorry yeah. that you're going through that. Oh, that's no, 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 no. I went through it. It's fine. I sent the check. It's all fine. Everything's fine. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm that's happy. That's the reality of doing Pike's Peak. I'm happy rented, I was able to do it, but I'm just GT4. saying. Don't do Pike's Peak and buy a flippant Panerai the same year. Someone buy- said uh, Habibi Section One Seven Nine uh, depreciation on the Rivian. Oh, oh no, no, we did that. Yeah. We did that. Trust me, we depreciated the Rivian like crazy. Don't worry, because it's over six thousand pound gross vehicle. Oh hell yeah! First is. year depreciation, baby. Well, so I, he asked me. He said, "Do you want to do five years at once, or do you want to do five years over five years?" And I said, what's better? He goes, the IRS would look at five years over five years much more favorably yeah. than five years at once. He's like, let me tell you what sets them off. And he gave me a whole bunch of things. Yeah. He's like, so do five years over five years. You can do it. You can choose to do it. Yeah, but yeah. it'll get you, it may get you on the spin around. questions. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, we've got questions from the, the Patreon, a lot of them. And uh, we're going to cut this off in 30 minutes. So I'm, we'll do I'm, 30 minutes of questions. I'm totally cool, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah, 30 yeah, minutes yeah. of questions, and then we will uh, we will cut her off. Patreon, of course, uh, the Smoking Tire Podcast on Patreon. Uh, you got your different fucking tiers. You get live questions on the first tier. You got no ads on the second tier. You got no ads and same day podcast releases on the third tier. And then you get the Pro Driver Show where you get an extra show every month. Although Zach and I did fuck up in the month of January. My travel schedule meant that we didn't do a Pro Driver Show in the month of January. We will solve that problem. Zach is going to come sit on everyone's face it's individually. My fault. No, it's, uh, no, it's, 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 actually, it's actually my fault. It's totally my fault. We're going to make it up to you by doing two Pro Driver shows in the month of February. We want you to get your money's worth. I do not want to, to scam anybody There's a higher there. tier for face sitting. It's much more expensive. Well, yes. I, yeah, the other thing if is- If you like, want me to sit in your face, that is the face sitting tier. It's $47 a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would just say for everyone listening, like it is the two of you, which I find shocking because like, you know, I just came from doing the Motor Trend podcast. Yeah. There's lots like, of people. Well, it's just the amount, like, you know, it's it, we're now part of Warner Brothers Discovery. So yeah. the amount of QC that it goes through is, like, mm, yeah. is insane. Earlier today, like, yeah. right before I came here for this show, I went over to race service to do Corey LaJoy's, like, NASCAR podcast. And there's, like, Corey, nice dude, 
fun time, good show. What go- do you know about NASCAR? Not much. Okay, fair. But right, yeah. go, uh, go check it out. Yeah. But there was about 75 people involved in producing that episode. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I mean, it's it's the bigger the company. Yeah. I mean, I've a hundred years ago in a different life, I was working for a software company that was doing legal software for GM's legal department. Yeah. And I had to train the head lead counsel for GM uh, on the software. And, you know, basically, you know, if you've ever trained anyone on software, no, not many people have, but, you know, you sit there and you go, you do this. If you yeah. want to do this, you do that. There was um, four people in the room that everything I said, they had to spin it for this guy. And I remember he turned to me at one point. He's like, isn't this ridiculous? And I'm like, yeah, I think we could be more productive. He's like, that's just how it is, man. Biggest wow. corporation. Yeah. Was, yeah. So anyways, go ahead. So so questions. questions. Anyway, the, yeah. the Patreon, of course, and is Zach how you is support the show directly yep. and sit on my face for extra money. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think they want Zach, man. No offense. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Zach. Well, people want different things. We have we have two tiers. That are, they're both $47. Listen, Zach, if you were talking about face sitting, Zach's in better shape, but also spends a lot more time hiking. Make of that what you All will. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Lucas says, do you think pre Merger Alpinas will become as valuable as pre-merger AMGs these days. Pre, I mean, early '80s Alpina BMWs did take a big jump in the last couple of years, and they are quite valuable. You know, we auctioned off. Uh, I, so I, I worked for RM for one auction in, down in Miami, and we auctioned off a bunch of the like literally the coolest looking Alpinas. Mm. They had like digital '80s graphics from the factory. I have no idea how they drive, but like just based on the graphics package. Yeah. And let's be They're honest. They're an attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest, you're not buying them to drive anyways. Like, yeah, I think definitely pre merger. I will say though, uh once they once the merger happened, it took a few years, but they got really good. Yeah. I'd say those early ones were problematic and they were you know the newest Alpinas are dope as fuck dope as fuck and also shout out to Andreas uh, Bovensiepen who will be joining us on the podcast February 10th Friday Uh, he's gonna meet us Zach and I at the base of Angeles Crest he's gonna come to Good Vibes Uh, no shit yeah yeah he hit me up He's coming to LA. He's coming to Good Vibes. We're gonna go. We're gonna enjoy a cars and coffee together, and then he's gonna come back to the studio and do a show with us. Oh, here's if you want to join, you're welcome to join. I might. What is the tenth? Friday the tenth. I'm doing two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing Franz from Tesla. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have Can't to wait. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you. Goebbels will be great <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Andre. But, but yeah. But 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 here's something to talk about with him. So the uh, what do they call it? The BX7. The, What's that? Uh, so you know the X- BMW X7. The oh LP yeah, yeah, version? yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's called the BX- XB7. XB7. Sorry, yeah. XB7. Yeah. Twenty-three inch Pirellis. Yeah. Alpina spec. Yeah. They like that is crazy. Yeah. It literally says ALP on the tire. That's the only Alpina built in America. Yeah. The rest are built in Germany. But yeah. it, I think it's crazy that like. I mean, what is the volume of Alpina? It's got to be nothing. It's very. It's. Uh, I believe it's twenty five hundred cars a year total. To develop your own tire spec, yeah. like the money. Dude, I went over there. Have you ever been to the, to, to their factory? In, it's crazy. In, uh, no, in Germany, outside no. of Munich. No, no, no. Ah, it's crazy. Is their it? emissions lab is insane. No, never. They're casting their own intercoolers. They're casting their own turbos. Yeah. They're casting manifolds. Like it's a cool as fuck place. So it's to great. get back to this guy's question, uh, you know, I th- I think now 
I think these are such good cars, like the 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 B seven. Yeah, awesome. Like uh, you know the, the the there's the I don't know what it's called now. Not the B seven. Not the B seven. B eight Grand Coupe. B eight Grand Coupe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The the M. What the hell was it called? M Coupe. M eight Grand Coupe. M eight Grand Coupe. Like. Uh, yeah, I, like yeah, it's higher performance. But I like the Alpina way better. The like, Alpina is meant for putting better. putting miles on. Lots yeah, but of just miles. just better interior, better everything. So like maybe I don't know. I don't do Alpinas have value. The thing about value? vintage Alpinas to me is they fill niches that BMW themselves didn't fill. There are there are three and five and seven series sedans that where where there right. wasn't an M. Right. There are right, wagons. Right. There's stuff that. That, that BMW didn't do. So it's not like it's an alternative one-to-one to, to M. Didn't it's, they V8 swap some stuff? Like yeah, early E36s. Oh, early, yeah. yeah. E36 pull, pull V8s. Pull up like yeah. a 87 Alpina 3 Series or 5 Series with they're the graphics. Awesome. The graphics are, are nuts. They were doing turbos in, oh, yeah, the, in yeah, the 5 yeah. Series. Yeah, like E28 really, turbos. Yeah, super all, cool. All kinds of crazy yes, stuff. Yes, look at those. But like the, you gotta get the ones with the digital. Like if you if you do RM Auction Miami, those are fucking the Alpinas great. from from there. It was from a special collection. Um, oh yeah, there's one. Oh, yeah, good photography from RM. Very nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, these guys, the, these cars are really really cool. Oh look, yeah, at that, that kind fantastic. of stuff. Thank you, the Thank Alpina B two. Yeah, but like like that kind of paint I, to me, because only Toyota had paint that cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, and, the, I think I think you know they they trail the vin, the pre merger AMGs for sure. Oh well. And yeah. and and the importance is the merger. That's yeah. the merger is what did it, right? Right, right. And I think I, I, it may never be as valuable as the as the AMGs, but no. they're definitely investment grade cars. Did you see that AMG that we auctioned off in Miami? The the fucking the five sixty uh, wide body hammer. Yeah, sick. Uh, oh, oh, it was, was like seven hundred. No, it was like gray. It was like seven hundred something thousand dollars. The one. It's like the one we have here. Uh, maybe I don't know the one we you have, have here. a five sixty six liter wide body hammer here. Yeah, this one. Uh, was it this one? Seven hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, this is one. Oh, it's identical. Okay. Yeah, we have an identical one down. So wow. that's yeah, worth seven hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. That's amazing. And, I we mean, have, we have was, literally an identical one down. I got to drive it like eight feet. Wasn't it disappointing? <laughs> no, I drove it eight feet. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that if if you could, you know, I mean, sub million bucks. Stealth wealth, roll around LA. Yeah. You cannot one of, beat one of the best looking. Cannot cars. beat it. I mean, look at it that thing. Also, hundred percent attitude. By the way, do you know you know Joe Molina? Yeah. You know Joe Molina like was instrumental in getting AMG on on yeah. the cover of like Road and Track. Yeah, and that, that dude's got stories, dude. I know he's got stories. Yeah, you got to get you. That um, would be the podcast is to get Joe Molina because by the way, he also was like involved in the Countach. I know he, he was involved in like. Uh, G wagon, gray market G wagons yeah. in the eighties. Like, He's got stories. I know. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, TM says, "What does Johnny think of uh, Civic Type R and GR Corolla not breaking fifty thousand on cars and bids and bring a trailer?" I think those cars are bringing the money that they're worth. I mean, I would say uh, my next car is a GR Corolla Circuit. I'm Corolla gonna get circuit? the one with the carbon roof. So yeah, the that's circuit. a circuit. I'm gonna yeah, get the circuit. that's the mo. That's the move. I'm dude. gonna get the circuit. They're yeah. fucking dope. That's my next car. Uh, in eleven months from now, I will own one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cosgrove. I'm pretty sure we already answered this 
question of yours. Will Johnny take another crack at yeah, Pikes Peak? Yes. Maybe, but he'll do better math. Yes. Not the, the you know, sadly, I had to back out this yeah. year. I was, they, they actually, uh, it felt so bad. The last second, it all came together and they got me a spot in a car. Yeah. And I just, for a, a bunch of reasons that are not financial, I couldn't do it. Uh, uh, but I will go back. Yes. Okay. For sure. For sure. Sarong Singh, best engine in an objectively bad car. I mean, it's rare that that combination comes up. I would say, like, I would, okay, C7Z06 <laughs> is like kind of the greatest engine mm. and, like, not objectively bad. The but car hamstrings the engine for sure. Objectively that's a fair, mediocre. That's a fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because yeah. that engine in, like, you know, the ZR or the, the Camaro version it was great. It's absolutely right. killer. Yeah. The and ZL1 1LE is way better than the C6 yeah. Z06. Even, even just ZL1. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. Not Z. Yeah, ZL1. ZL1. Yeah, 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 yeah Even yeah, just yeah. ZL1 by itself. Because, like, the C7, I I had one Z06, and it was, like, the $90,000 Michigan press car. Mm. So, like, you know, if you if you live in Michigan, you get very offended by expensive things. Mm. Just like even even though like you know you make plenty of money and your house costs five dollars, if 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 a Porsche is over sixty thousand, you're very <laughs> ah! as you know. Yeah. Um, and so they had literally this car had no options. It was like a manual C seven Z six. It was ninety grand. Was the lowest. That car was pretty cool. But then like you started getting to the Z seven package and like they just didn't work right. They just mm. they weren't what they should have been. So I, I would say that would be, and th and that's like a phenomenal engine. I love that engine. Yeah, you know, mm. or How even what was the one above it? the ZR1 that made Z like seven hundred fifteen epic. Oh, the engine was epic. The engine was epic. The yeah. car. It wanted to spin the rims inside the tire. It was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. The car. We talked about it last week with Doug. It's, yeah. It had all the everything in line for being extremely collectible. But not being a great driver's car, but being extremely collectible. Yeah, it also yeah. it still had like, and you remember they got up in price a little bit. They got to like, well, how much? That was like one thirty. One thirty. They were expensive. And the yeah, interior was like, I mean, the leather, which, yeah, it was not which great. looked like this, and then sounded. Is this actually carbon? <laughs> it yeah. is actually carbon. Yeah. So yeah. this is what the leather sounded like <laughs> in sort of a C seven zero one. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, my vote will be for. Um, it's a good question. Do Do Dodge Challenger, uh, Hellcat, uh... <laughs> Red Eye. Red Eye, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Challenger's bad. Uh, first the, gen Ferrari California, game. I think, was like... Well, I really didn't like a lot about that car. It was a bad car. It was right? not a good car. Bad You're car. right. That's that, an actually... Did it have a good engine? I mean, it's small, it's small Ferrari V8. It, had, yeah. it was quick, made decent power. Yeah, it's not, a it's not a terrible uh, play. It's so not a terrible I, play. I, I remember... Uh, How about the Aston Martin Rapide? First gen. I actually like that car a lot. I liked the S a lot. I didn't like the regular one. Oh, it was just so but, beautiful. Yeah. But but that that Cal the first California, I remember I drove it up to for a, for a challenge race to Sonoma. And uh Schaefer was like he had a Pathfinder and he's like Mr. Ferrari. He's just such yeah. a homer. He's like, Can I drive it home? I'm like, I'll totally trade yeah. you for the Pathfinder. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. And then boom, Joe Molina was so like flaming red mad at me about that. And he's like, What what didn't you like about it? I'm like, Well, aside from the well, everything aside and... from the catalytic converter temperature not plausible, please drive slowly <laughs> to dealer error message that kept showing up. Um, like the the door handles were were like uneven. Like one was up, one was down, and he was like, he was everything I said. He was shooting down. And I'm like, also, that top 
he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't, you know, because I, I said something like, I don't think he could open 20 times in a row without yeah. breaking. He's like, no, no, it's 10. <laughs> How about first gen Maserati Quattro Porte? Well, what do you mean? You, no, you don't mean first gen. You mean, uh, you mean. No, not first gen. gen. The, the 2006 gen. Fourth gen. one. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Great. Great engine, shit pile car. Bad. Yeah. Ah, shit pile car. I, I would car. say this great engine, phenomenal interior, mm-hmm. phenomenal looking. Worst, shit pile car. Worst transmission. Yeah, you undrivably you, bad. You couldn't think of a worse transmission. Undrivably bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, Nick the Ginger, favorite all wheel drive cars for under $25,000. Are there any? For under, I mean, cars are expensive now. Uh, Previa. <laughs> Twenty-five grand will get you the sickest all-wheel drive Previa <laughs> supercharged. Slightly used WRX. Yeah, I mean and that's yeah. a that's a. I mean, look, you you can find an all-wheel drive, you know, uh, Carrera four uh, that yeah. for twenty-five. That's not in good It'll shape. It'll be a cab automatic. Yeah, but you could find that. Can you How get, about a can you get an Evo eight for twenty-five? or Have they gone up too much? How about <laughs> beat one yeah. Evo nine? I mean, look. Let's be. Even an Evo Ten is a pretty killer oh, they're performance very different, car. Though. They're is. very different. No, no. Performance. You could wise, probably get an E forty six three thirty XI. Is that twenty five grand? Get you yeah, a great one. Actually, you could probably get the best one get in the world. world. Probably get yeah. a great one. Yeah. yeah. Get a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Navio says, uh, "Well, uh, we may have covered this already in our Rivian chat. Uh, after living with the Rivian, what are some thoughts? Some things you would change about the R one S? That's the SUV." Ah, I mean, you know, just yesterday I had, uh, this is R1T, but I had the Rivian guys out because I've had my tonneau cover replaced, I can't remember if it's two or three times, but they permanently disabled it. They literally, like, snipped the... uh, It's open, permanently open. Permanently open. It was just, you know, it was one of those where they fixed it, and I was like, I'm just going to leave it uh, open. Um, And then uh, my kid, he bought a pumpkin that's about the size of, like, a small dinner plate, and he decided to close it because he didn't want his pumpkin to get hurt, and it broke for the first time coming out. So I said, Yikes. just come di- permanently disable it. Um, the windows have been getting weird. The 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 like the windows, uh, they go halfway up and then come down. I think it's a temperature thing. I think the metal's like compressed or something. So they reset the windows. Didn't solve a fucking thing. Um, so you have to like. Push on the window to get it to oh, go that up when it's well. cold. Good. That's not a ninety-six thousand dollar car. Right. It's not even a ninety-six hundred dollar car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've we seen, had an I, issue with the Mach-E with the power windows, where when you would use the automatic driver that's window what it close, is. it would go all the way up and then bounce all the way down, that's, and you'd, well, have to, is, you'd have to close it, hold it, it, and it would close. This is doing that halfway. But I've had you know four hundred thousand dollar Aston Martins do that as well. <laughs> so it's hard to build cars. But um, true. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. It's it's a pretty goddamn good car. I hate to say it. I mean, okay. Uh, Micah Moore, uh, since you've been doing the Inevitable podcast, that's your podcast with Ed Lowe about EVs, what are your- Oh, some... wait, we're skipping over the Bungle? We're, go- we're going to the important ones first. Well, uh, uh, Love is a Fist is my favorite Mr. Bungle song. Okay. Thanks, Jeremy. Favorite <laughs> Mr. Bungle song. Uh, Micah Moore, what are some things you've learned that an average person doesn't take into account as far as practicality? About, I mean- About EVs? Or yeah, about podcasting? No, it's <laughs> uh, a weird question. Probably, you, I don't think you've learned anything you about. Wait, I mean, look, it, it's one of those things. Like you know, you never have to go to a gas station, uh, and you if you 
if you do like 30 seconds of thinking about tomorrow, which is probably a good habit to be in, you wake up and your car is charged and ready to go. Yeah, the only thing about EVs is that they're not great for road tripping, and that's not the fault of the car yeah. as much as the fault of the priorities of the incentives of our government yes. to build out the network as opposed to maintain the chargers. That I heard got. about this cool thing today. Uh, what are they calling it? It's like it's gasoline. Like, oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, fuck. Uh, 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 oh God. Uh, Anyways, the kangaroo something. But anyways, you know the road uh, train in yes. the Australian outback? Yes. All right, imagine this. You have like a semi-truck. You're going on a road trip in your EV. You live in Chicago, and you go into the Ozarks for the summer. It's five, 700 miles, mm. right? So the way like a yacht is transported on a yacht transporter, mm. you pack your EV onto a truck that charges it, and it drives it 700 miles, and then just drops it off, and you show up. And Are you in it? No. Oh, you no. fly. Oh yeah. So what, you car what you've just described is shipping your car. Well, except that it's for EVs. It's a special EV transport. Ford apparently has a patent that what? just leaked. Why does the car need to be charging on the transporter? Why can't you just deliver it to the transporter with a full charge? Yeah. You could do that too. I, I don't know. It's called kangaroo. What a fucking waste of en energy. And uh, Ford has a patent out about it. Well, this one so that the is the dumbest so. shit I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, that's, you just, that's, that's you've thin. just described Listen, car I thought about it very <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's like a known route, and instead of two thousand dollars to ship a car, it's like fifty bucks. Why would it be fifty bucks? Because it's like Ford subsidizing it. That doesn't make any sense. Or the state, at all. or the state subsidizes rather than. Oh, so what you just described is taking advantage of a government incentive, not Listen, some new. I'm technology. making this up as I go along. All right? That's the right. stupidest <laughs> shit I ever heard. Johnny invested money in. I That's <laughs> dumb as rocks. <laughs> Johnny, get your money out. Uh, and let's see. Hang on, Aiden. I, there are a lot of questions where I want to yes. get. To, I want to get to the most interesting ones okay. first. Um, okay, Aiden Squire says, uh, with cars like the Hummer EV and Silverado EV sharing the same platform, will it be easier and more profitable for automakers to share EV platforms with multiple cars? Interesting question, except for the fact that the Hummer H2 and the Tahoe were the same platform. There's nothing about this being EV that is unique or new. Right. GM sharing say. shit within their company is very standard. So, yeah. So to answer uh, Aiden's question, Volkswagen is the king of this with their with their their toolkit. So mm -hmm. like MQB, MQS. So basically. Turns out, who knew, 60% of the cost of a vehicle is from the front axle to the firewall. Mm -hmm. If you can standardize that, and that's how, like, exhaust pipes are routed, that's how steering wheels collapse, that's how airbags and crash structure, if you standardize that, you've taken 60% out of the cost of developing a new model. Wow. Right? So, yeah, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be very inexpensive and very cheap to do that. No one... Is is as good as Volkswagen at doing that? Like I always tell people, the Urus, every Volkswagen is the same from the bumper to the axle. The Urus <laughs> and the A4, the Audi A4 are on the uh, the MQ uh, MQL. No wait, what is it? It's the it's the yeah MQL. No wait, MQB MQS. Holy cow. I don't know. It, the, the, it's it's a, it's a, the longitudinal M, mm -hmm. M, MLB, MLB 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 A4 and Urus are the MLB Evo 2 platform. 
They literally are the same platform. That's how good they are at disguising this. You know, when everyone's like, oh, you know, the Oris is just a Q8. Well, well it's, a Q, uh, it's a Q8. It's not just a Q8. It's a Q8. It's an A4. <laughs> yeah. It's an A8. Yeah. It, or no, it's not an A8. It's an A7. Uh, it's a Touareg. It's these Chinese Volkswagens you've never heard of. So, and 60% of the cost is done before they start working on it. Just by developing the toolkit. Yeah. So it's only 40% to iterate new models. Yeah. So Volkswagen is literally the king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Philip LaFranco, we've talked about that in the last multiple podcasts with Johnny. We can talk uh, about Yeah. Well, we, we can, you know, yeah. We, there's, a new, there's a new head-to-head-like show coming is in, there? in March. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Head, it's head-to-head-like. Different. Head to head S. Yeah, coming in March. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Derek Yagen said, "You talk about L.A. has the best driving roads, uh, but which is the worst <laughs> L.A. road? It's the four hundred five. Hate the most." <laughs> he said, "The freeway doesn't count." Oh. So what's the worst the L.A. Canyon road. driving road? Uh, Deer Creek, because it looks so good, yeah. but it's bumpy as shit. It's bumpy, narrow. The yeah. homeowners like are gazillionaires who that's can have very you killed. Fair. Yeah, it's very fair. But it, man, that coming down when you see the ocean and it's that brand it's new. It's good black, for stills, but it, like for yeah. video, I've always hated filming on it. Yeah, yeah. I I one time we were doing a hundred years ago. We had a uh, uh, ninety one NSX versus LFA. And the, you know that one real elevation tight corner? Yeah. And the front of the LFA came off going downhill. Is it <laughs> and, scraped? Or? Oh, it was off the vehicle. And uh, I had to call Lexus. <laughs> and they were, they were so unhappy. Yikes. Because it turns out that that thing really is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, we, we once, I, before I started at Motor Trend, they cracked the windshield of a SLR. Mercedes oh, McLaren, yeah, yeah. And that's a, like a, at the time, this is like 2007, that's a $14,000 windshield. <laughs> Most windshields are like 600 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, 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 and like, you know, when a G-Wagon comes to the States, a press car, 10 windshields follow it because <laughs> they know. <laughs> they, they, it's straight up and down. They yeah. get it. Um, with that car, no, they don't come. And, you know, yeah. So, I would, but, but this was a very, and I, you know, everyone who was involved, they're very nice people. But man, that was a bad phone call. <laughs> I would say for Derek's question, honestly, Mulholland Highway. Like it's oh, yeah. a nice road, but there's cops all over it, and if only the fucking amateurist of amateurs speed on Mulholland Highway. Well, in the east part of it, that is like where it began. Yeah, is wall to wall driveways. It's very popular. Yeah, either with or nice Topanga, houses, Topanga or Canyon. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, Topanga, like if you catch it like on a Tuesday morning when mm, no one's it on has it. Nice shape. It's yeah. gorgeous. It has a nice shape, but you but it's yeah. not the right place it's to a go fast. Road. I will say Mulholland, like where the snake is, like obviously sucks because it's just overrun. Have you heard about reopening of the snake? Nah, and it's one way apparently. Do you hear this? No, the snake is now one way. Really, up yeah. or down? I want to say down, but hmm. it's like which is insane. That's, that's not fun. That said, I mean I've seen more crashes on the snake. In, in, just in that one corner than any other road in the oh, world. Oh, the show-off corner. The show-off yeah, corner, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but, like, the other part of Mulholland by the beach. Well, that's good, yes. Yeah, that's all right. I think it's still closed, but that's a, that's a nice road. Um, okay, Christian Pelfrey. Lots of words, oh but God. here we go. Is it time for major automotive outlets to start pushing significantly harder on Tesla, 
Elon Musk, the federal government, etc., even just to protect and educate consumers where the government is failing with the continuous revelations of subpar engineering, engineering the failed promise of automated cars to falsely drive up stock prices, and the most egregious issues of technology killing and harming multiple people at once. Should the motor trends and car and drivers of the free press amplify what we at TST have been bringing awareness to? Do these outlets have a responsibility to their readership to protect them from car companies that aren't meeting minimum safety and quality standards? Well, I mean, like... I think know, they do. I mean, look, we today we put up a story about how the steering wheel fell off of the guy's Model Y. And when it fell off of the dude's Model 3 two years ago, we put up a story. Like, every... You know, we cover all that. We also cover the fact that, like, you know, Tesla sold 400,000 fucking cars and their owners love them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I... It's, and it's their like, crash safety rating like is very high. So I just to address Christian's point of like they're not meeting minimum safety standards. Yeah, like, that, I, I have a bone to pick with that though because I, you know what I mean. Like, I, like every, you know, if you first of all, you've done this, and I know you don't do it actively, but like once in a while on Twitter, I engage with the Tesla Borg. Wow, these people are brainwashed. Oh yeah, no, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. But they're like, it's the safest car in the whole ever in history of mankind, and I'm like. You know, an S class is like way safer, just so yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, and they have all this like nonsense studies that are just oh, totally out of date and, mm. and also like don't mean anything. And I'm like, I'm like, how is Tesla able to make a safer car than Mercedes? Just please, in any way, explain that. You know, well, by not having an engine and having a frunk, you, <laughs> yeah. know, you have a, a nice crumple zone. So in certain tests, it performs very well. Yeah. Well, the other thing, but by the way, like an all modern car since forever ago, like the engines are shoved under the car. It's not even, it's not even an issue. Well, you know. there's nothing to shove under the car. In the, in there's the a motor. Test, right? There's a fucking motor the size of a bass drum. Like, you know, there's a big electric motor in most Teslas. Like, you know, don't tell me there's nothing there. It's big. There's by and you know, there's a there's a lot of like material. Yeah, you know. I I think a, a Model S and an S class are both extremely safe in a crash. Well, here's the thing: you're splitting Model, hairs mo- if you're going one versus the Model other. Model S is 2000 and I don't know 11, 10 yeah, technology. Yeah. S class is brand new. Sure, I would much rather be in an S class. I'm substan. I'm not. I'm less yeah. concerned with crash test ratings. You fair? And I will. I will. Uh, you know. I don't even want to use the word concede, but I will say I will say definitively that the the Tesla Model S and the Model Three and the Model Y are safe in a crash. They're yeah, good sure. in a crash. Sure, sure, sure. I'm much more concerned with the false peddling of automation software. Oh, look, look, and that look, kind of look, stuff, yeah, which I mean, look, leads people to get incredibly complacent yeah, 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 when yeah. using these systems, yeah. which and can I, result in a massive problem. And I, we, when I mean, I'm look, riding my motorcycle, yeah, Mr. Pelfrey. I mean, I feel like we cover that a lot. Uh, you know, we don't like maybe sound alarm bells, but like that that tunnel crash. You know, we did a lot of stories about that. Uh, the 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 TSA investigations about where you know the the, the fucking Tesla sees an ambulance and then quits driving. Yeah. Like, and then it's suddenly the the driver's fault. You know, and look, I I say this. Uh, you know, I've spent way too much time reading about like the the engineering definition of autonomy, and like, sure, okay, Tesla ignores it, but fuck that. You know, Mercedes in Nevada—they just got signed off to. They can do level three autonomy, and what's what's the real important part about level three? Mercedes is liable for the car. Tesla will never have. Did you read the uh, the transcript? No. Okay, so so uh, Moody Hikmet uh, today 
sent me uh, a, a story. There was the, the transcript from court of the Walter Huang crash. crash right. Um, and the, the head of Tesla's autopilot program testified, and it was bad. It's all bad. It's really bad. Right. Like, it's really, really bad. Right, right, right. And, and apparently Tesla's response to Moody's tweets were that the term operational design domain does not apply to a level two system, which is completely oh, absurd. What? <laughs> it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Go and I, and I retweeted it today. If you want to go see it, you can see it. You can follow uh, Moody Hickmet, of course. No, on look, look. But, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, like people view Elon Musk as you know. Whatever, Steve Jobs. I don't even know why people idolize Steve Jobs because he's apparently just the biggest dick ever. But, like, you know, remember, this is a guy who said in 2016, by next year, everyone will own a robo taxi. And, and, and like, you know, they stopped putting radar and LIDAR in their cars. Right, and said they're going to have full self-driving. Yeah, and then they backtracked on it. Yeah, but the Kool-Aid drinkers—they don't even—they don't even miss a beat. They just keep, they just keep. Like worshiping this guy. Well, it's once insane. you're aligned with like a movement, political, I guess. whatever, or you if you're you... financially incentivized, well, that's the other thing, you know, or like, both. That's the other thing is like yeah. all these guys that bought the Tesla, they also bought stock when it was whatever, and it went up, and they made a lot of money, and so they they do think he's like some. What's the thing? Is some it, like, it's easier to fool a man than to get the man to admit he was fooled, or something. There's like a quote mm, like yeah. that. Like, most oh. people don't want to go. You know what? My I was wrong. Or right, yes, the, the person I voted for is you know insane or something like that. I, I'm just like this is you know. Like if you look at Musk, I mean, this is a guy. Uh, you know, he's like, vote for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, you can't take. You know what seriously. I'm into? No, keeping books. kids from books. <laughs> yeah. I'm real into keeping I kids mean, from books. I, you know what I mean? That's like, the move, right? I just, we I can't have these kids reading too much books. Yeah, I mean, look, they I, might learn something from really, those books. It's really terrifying. I, I, I think, I think when you know history looks back, what they're what they'll focus on, I think, with Tesla is, you know, how they were just able to drop their prices so much. Because they're really cheap to make electric cars once you're up and running. Because yeah. there's no parts, you know. And, and and that was his big innovation. What's SpaceX's big innovation? They can l- reuse something. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So you're you're just taking a layer of cost out. Yeah. You know. And that's why like every other business he's involved in doesn't work because he hasn't had that. Uh, you know, dematerializing uh, thing. Like, you know, it, they're, they're, they cost more to the boring Well, company. also, the tunnel thing is fundamentally unsound. I mean, that's that's a... I just like, okay, here's a company that, like, sells to you for, what is it now, 16000 Full self-driving, and you go in the tunnels, and they have a driver. It's nothing. And yeah, it's going 20. Why can't full self-driving navigate In the most predictable route Literally. possible. Yeah. Well, if it had the radar, it would be able to read the walls yeah. and go, oh, we're in well, a circle. You, you want to know why? Because full self-driving can't stop and open the doors. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the reason. Uh, let's go down. MR2D2. Uh, oh, beer question. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, yeah, yeah. I find your sh- I share enthusiasm for exotic and interesting beers, but I find myself returning to boring American lagers as a home base. Is there an automotive equivalent for you? Mine is the Miata. Mine is my E46 M3. Mm. It is what many people refer to and myself uh, refer to as a palate cleanser of what a, just a good car 
should be. Mr. MR2D2, um, I drank four Bush beers <laughs> uh, the other morning <laughs> at Daytona. And let me tell you, in Florida, when it's a little hot, nothing's better than Not like an so American bad. lager. Uh, the Bush Light uh, clashed at the Coliseum this uh, okay. Sunday. Yeah, hey, I nice, will be nice there. Tie-in. I will be there. NASCAR um, extremely kindly bought a big ad block on the Smoking Tire Podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Big advertiser. Hell got yeah. Z- got Zach and I the fucking full VIP package. I saw you were at the Coliseum. We podcasted it from the cool. Coliseum. That's rad. And uh, it was very cool. Getting to yeah. walk on the surface and like see what yeah, they Yeah, we did a little track pretty walk. pretty amazing. Pretty incredible. It was a fucking nice bit of asphalt. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Real nice. I don't know how they do it in two days. But I would just say mine would be the, uh, the six-gen Camaro. To me, is like... For the least amount of money, the most amount of car. Yeah. For, in yeah. terms of driving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave from Minnesota, shout out to Are You Garbage. Love Are You Garbage, and I'm working on a collab deal with them that might go somewhere. Can't say it yet, but it would be very fucking cool. Shout out. If you don't know about the Are You Garbage podcast, Johnny. No, I know nothing. Yeah, oh, you, should. So good. You, yeah. Should, yeah, I got, I, you should. Yeah. I had the last uh, spikes, apparently, like Seinfeld and those guys are saying horrible things about me. I haven't even listened. So. Yeah, you don't I don't have, listen to podcasts. But sh- you should listen to Are You Garbage. It's very funny. Okay, what I'll is tell it? What is it? It's these two Philly goombas oh. that ask a series of questions to comedians and guests to find out if they're classy or trashy, and it's very Funny. I should listen because I'm married to a Philly family. It's, and if you if you can relate to Philly or South Jersey, this is I, the funniest. Podcast I hate ever. saying it because I fall. Like, I hate saying it because I don't want it. But I fall like so when the when the Eagles five years ago won the Super Bowl, I was there, and it was one of the most peaceful, drunken celebrations I've yeah. ever seen. There literally was about fifty dollars worth of damage. The New York press turned it into Philly burns the city down. But my favorite part of it was they just won the Super Bowl, first time ever, and what are they screaming? Fuck Tom Brady! <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady and <laughs> It was, I was like, I love these people. Philly sports fans are the best. They're the best, yeah. They're uh, the worst, but they're the best. Uh, Red Rover, Johnny, are you familiar with the new book titled Cobalt Red, dealing with the situation of the cobalt mines in the Congo? Yes. Is this the guy who was on Rogan? I don't know. Is that, but, that guy? But I, I, didn't, I don't I watch, watch Rogan. I stay away from Rogan. No, but I know, listen. but I saw the clips. Yeah. And listen. It's, it's, a, it's a guy who's, uh, in this book apparently talks yeah. about... Uh, the, yeah. the fact that 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 cobalt is sourced from yeah, yeah. you know and, incredibly and poor conditions red rover on slavery red rover 99% certain type this on an iphone or phone or a laptop that has cobalt mined from this book in it okay so first of all like it's such weird hypocrisy like these guys are like lithium mining kills earth and i'm like what is oil extraction tell me about oil extraction well, you know, uh, hang, on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. So not only am I aware of it, I wrote this story called You're Being Lied To About Electric Cars, despite whatever meme you just retweeted. And I, in the opening paragraph, I said, you know, every everything you're saying is bullshit. I don't forget what exactly I put it. You know, this, 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 cobalt mining is slave labor. Oh, wait, that part's true. I'm totally aware of it, as is BMW, as is General Motors, and they're all trying to find ways around it. And and they are. I mean, there's uh, lithium phosphate uh, batteries. Mm-hmm. Don't use cobalt. 
And everyone's switching to that. Tesla has largely switched to that. So, Do you yeah. put a ton of money into, what was it, like the solid-state battery tech that doesn't well, use as many no, of the... No, solid-state the... so, solid battery, I wish I knew more about it. But, like, yeah, like, you know, like Moore's Law with computers. If, if, if By 2030, the average EV, well, the average EV right now is 300 miles of range. 2030, it'll be 900 miles of range. Based on improvements with lithium technology, mm, not solid technology, state okay. is going to be a whole other ballpark. I wish it's so complex, I don't understand it. Um, but you're, it is basically their like iron batteries. Tax law. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot like that. Um, yeah, I'm aware of it, but every, but like, it's like people, it's like people are bitching and moaning about stuff. Not only are they doing, everyone who's ever complained about cobalt is doing so on a device. That contains cobalt mined by child slave labor. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, no, I, and it's I, not like, oh, I have more child slave labor in my car. It's the same, you know. I, look, I, I mean, you, but the, you physically but, have more. But unlike, and by the way, you do. Well, hang on, you don't really. If you spread it out, like if you look at the computer industry, right? What the computer industry uses of of cobalt a year versus EVs. Computer and phone industry is well, way more. Because there's more computers sold, yeah, more yes. phones sold. Okay. Right. Uh, but I'm saying yeah, yeah, your yeah. phone versus your Rivian. Is... A little bit more, yeah. But right. but the the but the uh, car industry is actively trying to move away from that. BMW has already said we're not going to use any conflict minerals. So everyone's actively trying to run away from that shit. Unlike I, I, unlike I, Apple, unlike whoever makes well, that's Apple, but like unlike IBM, Apple. unlike. Uh, every Google phone, no one, no one in any other industry is I trying think, to run I away the, from I think cobalt. People are noticing it because you know, a phone. It doesn't seem like there's much in, but when you have a battery that's three and a half tons, you know, it's there's very so, little it's cobalt. So much. There's very little cobalt in a three and a half ton battery. There's, you know, I, I, it, 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 there's a lot of lithium. There's very little cobalt. And lithium's a metal, by the way. I don't. I look. I don't. I actually don't want to pretend to know. Yeah. Because I don't know. I I, um, I know. I know a lot about this, and it, it turned ninety percent of cobalt is in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, and your choice is basically, you know, I don't want maybe slave labor is a bit harsh, but like insanely underpaid adult labor or like even worse paid child labor extracts the stuff. So on average an EV has uh, between 6 and 12 kilograms of cobalt. Yeah, and then so in a 3,500 pound battery 10 to 20% of the battery or the cathode is cobalt. Yeah, that seems like a decent amount. It's, it's substantial, but it's not. Pounds, yeah. But again, if you have a three thousand pound battery, it's like you know, no. It's like well, well, three, yeah, three, three percent, four percent times how many units sold. No, I mean, it's again, a lot of, but, it's but, a lot of but, units. It's not right. nothing. It's not. Yeah, nothing. but if you, but again, nobody gave a shit when the the, the and, and still your phone and your laptop well, globally use more cobalt than all EVs yeah, put but, together. But nobody, you know, and the, nobody the awareness cares. was only raised recently. The awareness. Nobody was only, gave a shit because nobody knew to give a no, shit. No, nobody give a shit because it's not, it's politically, how are you going to be against a phone? MAGA and communists love their phones. You know what I mean? Like, mm. no one's against phones. So do you think this is a movement that is yeah, spurred it's, it's by a total right wing, or something like that? It's a total right-wing yeah, well, nutjob, I mean, anti-EV movement. Uh, you know, politically, you and I are in the same place. Yeah. But, but I can't ignore the fact that the the cobalt, the amount of cobalt used in a phone or computer compared to the amount of cobalt used in a very heavy electric car, 
is not the but same wh- amount. Why, as- why are you slicing it that way? Why isn't it like industry versus industry where the computer industry uses like eight times the amount of cobalt that the car industry does? Why aren't you attacking computers? Because you I'm, don't give well, a shit. I'm not, you, I'm not a But t- you don't give a shit. The people saying this, they don't actually give a shit. They hate EVs because it won't go vroom, vroom, vroom when they hit the pedal. But it's like you're going to be in, you know, you're going to be forever enslaved by ExxonMobil. That's okay. And, and by the way, by the way, you should see what Exxon's doing in Africa. You no, know what I mean? Like, look, it, you know, yeah, those are, that's a fair point. I, I we, you know, we've had a, a, a couple different people on the show, and, and and they've talked about, you know, the if there is going to be a transition or a, a forcing people into EVs, that has to be to not fuck up the countries where the, but, the stuff comes why from. Why did those same people not say a fucking word when lithium, cobalt? Every single element they're worried about with cars is in the laptop and the phone that they own that they've been buying for twenty years. I think that's they, a, it's because a fair they point, don't. No, I no, think because their car cool batteries shit. are so fucking heavy. But and again, full of but materials. again, but again, but again, the industry that produces phones and laptops uses. I think it's like eight times more still. So in other words, you'd have to have eight times as many EVs to equal. What all these fucking people own and never gave a fuck about. They don't, they're lying, they're hypocrites. If, if you like, if you really care, you would not use a phone. They're just lying. They're just, they're just, they hate EVs because it doesn't go vroom, vroom, vroom. It's just a political thing. It's yeah, like, it's like, you know, well, I think. It's like this. I don't think it, you can, it, Hang on. It's like DeSantis in Florida. You see that today where he's like, oh, we're, you're never gonna take our gas stoves. Eight percent of the houses ga- in gas Florida. The gas stove thing is dumb as fuck. Eight percent right, of houses point. in Florida use gas stoves. Ninety-two percent use dumb. Yeah, but but, but 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 you hear my point though. It's like yeah, it sucks. By the way, the auto industry is moving away from cobalt. It's moving away from all. It's really trying to. Laptop industry, phone industry is not because it's cheap. You know, so like, you know, again, BMW's moved away from it. Tesla's moving away from it. GM's, they're all moving. They, they, nobody wants what's to inter- use What's interesting slave about labor. all of this is that we are more connected to more information because of these devices. Yeah. Which I understand have a lot of conflict minerals in them. And that allows us to get information about things like, you know, the, the, mine, the mining and the elements that go into EV batteries, which allows people to get upset about things that... 30 years ago, we may not know anything but, about, but, but which again, is like this weird conundrum. But like, again, the hypocrisy of being like, I'll never buy an EV because it contains cobalt, which is well, just- I feel like wh- you're talking about a very specific person because like Red Rover didn't say that. So I think- I don't know. I'm no, not, no, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm saying, talk. but I'm saying- I the think hu- the danger is that if we lump people into one group, we go, they're only yeah. here because they hate uh, EVs. Oh, I'm they're saying only the people that, they love that, gas. That, they're only here because they're not hypocrites. This person, this person asked the question. Yeah. I'm aware of the book. demand is expected to rise and it, and it, and the, and, and asked a fair question is, do you think this battery yeah. manufacturing well, is sustainable? That's false. The cobalt rising 400% is patently false. Everyone's moving away. They're moving to lithium phosphate, not lithium yeah. ion. You don't need cobalt. Because that number could be calculated by take rate now yeah. use in, in the amount of cobalt used yeah. now, and, which and, is not always yeah. true because technology changes. But again, the, 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 the people that are like, when they say, I won't buy an EV, they pick an excuse, because it has cobalt in it, is like, you still own a phone and a computer. You're fucking, you're a hypocrite. If you don't give up your laptop ba- with a lithium-ion battery and your phone, why is it okay to buy those? Well, is it- why is it okay? I'm, I'm serious. Why is it okay to buy? It's just a little child slave labor. It's just a little bit. It's not yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. 
isn't an, isn't the amount I mean, of evil like if you increase the amount of evil, isn't that not worse? I, than I, I, increasing I, the amount of evil is worse. I, I disagree. Is, is, so if, if so, in other words, you can. If, so if 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 uh, it's like you the know, trolley problem. If ten children are enslaved, that's bad. But if one's enslaved, you can sleep at night. No, I mean I'm not going to fall into this dumb like Fox News argument thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I, I'm but I'm. I'm. I hate this argument. And again, but I also hate what you're presenting, which is like. These ultimatums. Why? So obviously, it's terrible that child labor is Fucking used to make phones. Like, is. That yeah. needs to be reformed by Apple, yeah. who have so much money but, offshore. But in again, Ireland. what I'm like, saying is, the people that profits a lot. The people that bring this up don't give a fuck about child slave labor. They hate EVs. We don't know that. Oh, I, I know that. I don't know. Oh, if you I know that. Necessarily, I know. they just hate EVs. That. They just hate EVs. They've never said anything. I agree. There are there are definitely people that hate new green technology because it seemed yeah. to come but, from a but, party. But they again, but again, and I deal with this a lot. The People that are like, oh, the environment's going to suffer from lithium mining. They never, they never thought about what oil does. You know how dirty, like you, you pump the oil. Uh, you, well, look, you, you I cre- think, I think about what oil does. Yeah, I know. And you I know also have you. concerns about uh, what lithium mines can do. Yeah, well, I'm not talking uh, about cobalt. I'm talking about lithium yeah, mines. Okay, like but I just have concern. I have sure, concerns. Sure, I'm not saying that. Yeah, lithium's a metal that's ninety nine point nine percent recyclable. Oil is burned. Right, I know, but I'm yeah. talking about I'm talking about mining it and affecting the, the, I, look, the local community. I, I don't want to get into it, but like, explain to me the difference between a copper mine and a lithium mine. I mean, we I'm really not able to an explain iron that. mine and an aluminum mine. There's no difference. It's a mine. There's well, no, I know it's a, a, metal. a lithium mine is a mine that has big pools that use lots of water. Oh, guess guess what oil Dude. extract? Guess what fracking is? Fracking guess what? Is so well, much fracking water. is well, bad. Hang on, yeah, hang but, on, hang on. Yeah. but guess guess what oil extraction is? Guess what? Like mining anything is. Mining well, is horrible yeah, for I, the earth. I mean, you know, well, it's just for the earth. The earth doesn't give a fuck. It's horrible for human beings. All mining, there's like mining iron ore and mining lithium. There's no different. They're metals that are underground. Uh, oh, oh, now, okay. Anti EV people, anti EV people, they report on how bad lithium is. They do not report on how uh, bad okay. iron mining is. I, I get yeah, like. I, I have no copper. idea. I have please, no idea please tell me why removing copper about. is better than removing lithium from under the ground. Well, how is copper mined? Right. Is copper I, mined the same where? way? It's is, metal. They're pulling metal out of the I don't think it's where? mined in the same it, way. It is mined in the what same way. What does a way? copper mine look like, Zach? <laughs> it looks like it a lithium mine. It looks just like a lithium mine. I don't think it does. It does. Yeah, it does. Lithium's, it does. lithium's rarer, but, you know, I actually, mean, it's not even rare. That's I was told the lithium is not that it rare. Looks like rare a drain. It looks like a drain. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's metal. You're pulling recyclable metal out of the earth. Well, a copper mine is certainly not pretty. But They're all terrible. They're all, there's no, but what I'm saying is there's nothing worse about lithium mining, despite there's lots of people that say there is, who have never had an environmental concern in their life. They're worried that, you know, Joe Biden's going to show up and take their T-Rex is what they're scared of. Because remember when Obama was taking your guns? I mean, same shit. There's look, no, uh, I'm tell, look at, I mean, I, I've this done is, this. This has gone kind of all over the place, <laughs> and I don't have a scientific background all right. to, I, to if, if you can, If you can explain it. to me why pulling lithium metal out of the ground is worse than pulling copper out of the ground, I would love to hear that argument. I, I, I don't have that argument. No, I'm, I'm not going to pretend I, I do. I, I have I'm it. not going to pretend I, I do. It. It's the same fucking thing. It's metal. They're pulling metal out of the ground. Yeah. I'm, Lithium's I'm not going to pretend I do. Lithium, like iron, um, is ninety nine point nine percent recyclable. It's the same shit. 
Now, again, people, they can FUD like crazy about it, you know, like, oh, but. I don't like the words, the use of FUD. I'm sorry. I don't like that. But they've never had. But are you going to listen to people? People who mean well don't use FUD. I mean well. They've never had an environmental (laughs) concern in their life, not one. And suddenly they're worried about the environment. To me, that's a red flag. They're just like, it's become a, it's a culture war thing. I mean, I, I. I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I do. Cobalt I, cobalt mining terrible, terrible. Because yeah yeah it's bad. The Democratic Republic of the Congo not a good place. Cobalt mining yeah. terrible. Moving away from it. New battery techn uh, chemistries. And look, uh, there's people you know that are that that use arguments very conveniently. Let's just say that's what I'm talking about. That's the word. You know. Yeah. In 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 terms of like. They, they are not concerned about the use of oil, the burning of crude oil for ships and whatever, and bunker bunk, oil, bunker oil, and what have you. World, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, they're worried about the mining of cobalt, and that, yes. and I, and I think that's true. Okay, I think that's true. Fair. I don't. I don't have a scientific explanation for why one type of mining is worse. Yeah. I don't have that. Well, I, and I, I don't want. I, and I don't want to fight with you about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm I, hyper. Obviously, I'm hyper into this. But like, you know, I I did a lot of research on this. I, what I don't think is that for most people, right, most consumers, I don't think their choice of personal conveyance affects anything. A hundred percent agree. For most people. I agree a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is you have people that, you know, get a little bit of a following and they're like doing this whole like, oh, lithium mining is so bad. And it's like, you know, and I remember, you know, I, I had a little bit of chemistry at some point in my life and I'm like, isn't lithium a metal? It's a metal. Okay. Lithium mining. It's the same as extracting any other fucking metal out of the earth. They're all terrible. Pulling shit out of the earth is bad for for humans. The it's, only for, the only animals. thing that I know okay about for the earth. lithium mining is it it typically uses a lot of water. So does in, every in, type in a of place water. that in places that don't typically have a lot of water. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, th- there are some lithium mines that don't have a ton of water, but again, like there are copper mines that have th- th- deserts of Africa. Like there's not there's places that have no water. Well, do, do copper mines need a lot of water? Yeah, they all mine and use a ton of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's there's stuff where you're like doing lithium extraction out of like the Salton Sea and stuff like that, but you know, it's it's again, mining is a yeah. It's it's bad for humans that live near it and animals that live near yeah, it. Yeah, all is. mining, no, it is. all mining. But I mean, this is you know again, iron mining is like horrible. Iron smelting is horrible. You no, know? yeah, but uh, you know, from what I have understood about a transition to EVs for everybody, yeah, is that we need an amount of these metals, right? That is vastly beyond what we have now. Uh, what we well, hang on. That what we have mines established for now. We have right. the ability. We have the ability to. Th- th- there's tons of unmined lithium, and they're finding more and more every day. And and th- there's a, there's a spot in Nevada which is like it's hard to get to now, and it's probably on. I think it's on Native American land. But there's enough lithium there for like every human to have two EVs or something like that. The other thing is, as battery technology gets better and better and better, and it's like similar to Moore's law. The size of batteries will come down. Yeah, but Moore's law is kind of bullshit, and well, and, except it held up for a long time. Yeah, but it hasn't right. held up recently. Well, because it, also, it got too thin. Yeah. yeah, and also there's no there's no 
saying that it will hold up in the future. And lithium battery technology has not followed Moore's law either. Well, it, no, it has. It definitely hasn't followed Moore's law, but it is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And the technology is constantly changing, constantly evolving. Soon we're going to be getting into solid state batteries, which are made of iron. I hope so. Yeah, but not now. Oh, uh, soon. Not. I mean, not. Hope so. Not far, like like. Well, earlier, you, earlier you said it's a ways off. Well, seven, eight years off. Wait, I thought, I thought you said solid state was after twenty thirty, but twenty thirty. Yeah, gonna have so double... twenty thirty is seven years away. Yeah, people already have like prototype solid state three D printed batteries running around powering shit. You know, I, I mean, hope so. A company it's in all, Colorado that does it. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all happening. Real, we're like nineteen oh six in terms of where we are with EVs. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, we're we're real early, and well, it's I just mean, getting better. Like the good news about people that write books like that is that it brings awareness, which I think makes the public angry, which then forces industries to try to evolve technology to use fewer resources. Agree. Right? So I, that's yeah. good. I totally agree. Look, I'm, 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 trust me, I'm more against child slave labor than the people that claim to be against child slave labor. Like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'm really against that? slavery. Like, I, you're you're wait for the, against I can't yeah. wait for the social media. I know. Don't be yeah. that like one. I yeah, that's fine. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I, I was, I've been against, I've been against the way oil is produced in Africa since the nineties. When I first learned about it, no one else that's right. This shit has given a fuck. A small band. Yeah, like, exactly. Just, small no, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been, I've been conscious of how bad, like, you know, big corporations treat like minorities in Africa for a long, long time. Actually, they're the I don't majority think in Africa. accusing you of not being aware of that. Well, I, I just, I don't want to be like, like, I don't care and I'm glossing over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I give a fuck. I really give a fuck. And again, that, you know, whoever's saying- You think, want people to give a fuck equally. Whoever, yeah. Well, you know, burn your phone if you actually care. Second, uh, you know, Please explain this to me. If you really care suddenly about pollution and all this, you know, 20% of the power in gasoline goes to forward momentum. In an EV, 60% of the electricity goes to forward momentum, and the brakes can recapture 30%. It's four and a half times more efficient. That's a mathematical True. thing. Yeah. Talk me out of that. That's totally, right. Totally right. Like it's my yeah. fucking job. No, too. I'm just saying, like, uh, all these people talk me out of that. You know, like, 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 come on. I, all right. I'm just, so I'm gonna, if you want to talk Johnny out of that, go to his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, talk about it on fucking his page. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call the game here. It's been a fun <laughs> night. Two and a half hours of radio. You know what I'm saying. I, I, you know, I, I don't. You know, in the in the areas that I am considering disagree disagreeing with you, considering. I don't have the scientific background to disagree with you, and so I will default to to what you've got right now. Uh, I I believe that that when moving to green technologies, just like our friend Salika Talbot said on this show, that it is important that these things are equitable, and that when we build mines for these metals, that that we respect the fucking land and the people on whose. Uh, backs we are building uh, this shit and make sure that they uh, share in uh, the in yeah, the good fortune hundred percent um yeah you know 100%. i haven't read the book that homie was talking about um but i'm sure it's fucking bad in the congo i don't have a solution for that right now i don't right but and it, other uh, yeah, bad and, shit's and again, happening I, too again i like, just want to point out the same guy i bet you he bought his wife a diamond 
Yep. Zach got synthetic. Zach, Zach, oh, went, Zach, is Zach the man. went with the yeah, man-made joint. Yeah. Yep. But you know what the I'm saying? Man you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like my shit, blood diamond, straight up. Mine was. I was like, I want a fucking murder diamond. Right. But you know what? You, my you, wife but, deserves the real shit. But you, you no. get my point. You <laughs> I get. I, I want you to get my point that like literally the laptop or the phone he typed that question into has the bad stuff in it that he's sad that cars have in it. Yeah. And, sure. and that no one can even, like, they can't even talk about that. Like, yeah. they ignore it. Yeah. Okay. And that industry uses eight times, I forget what it is. I, I, I should have looked it up. But it uses way more than the car industry does. And even if the car industry. Well, right now, today, yes. there's a lot more computers and phones than there are electric cars. But if everybody has to drive an electric car, that ratio will change very quickly. Except that the the, the industry is moving away from lithium ion if you say, to it, lithium it, phosphate, if you say so, which doesn't I, I use cobalt. Know. I, swear, so. I swear it's true. All right, yeah, cool. doesn't use cobalt. All right, yeah, lithium phosphate. Johnny Lieberman, folks, Motor Trend, <laughs> fucking the inevitable podcast, motherfucker. Johnny Lieberman on Instagram, Johnny Lieberman on Twitter. Get his political takes. I'm they're quitting they're fucking hard. I'm quitting Twitter. They're fucking fuck, hard, bro. Fuck Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Twitter's going to quit you before you quit good, Twitter. Good. They're going to fucking shadow ban this motherfucker. I've been shadow banned. I've that's shadow our banned. that's our show. We'll see you guys next week, everybody. Have a good afternoon, weekend, clash at the Coliseum, etc. Bye.